This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. We live. We running. Yeah, we live. Oh, all right, man. Mic check, mic check, all that good shit. All right, let me see. What's going down? What's going down? What's going on in the hood? <laughs> man, this my shit, dog. Young Hey, I see you niggas. What up? Got the keys dropped. Doggy bitch for 65s. Yeah, I'm on that. Free speed and fell, take a three, then I don't want. All right, well, yeah, yeah. Cosby lyrics. Hey, <laughs> free to real. <laughs> free to <build. laughs> Oh man. Hey, it just, I, I've said the phrase pill Cosby more since I got out to the hospital because I got all these damn pills. It was at this moment I recognized this is about to be a wild ass pod. Hey, dog. Free to real off Bill Cosby is wild. Man, I uh I, I turned shorty on to onto this over the weekend. <laughs> I say, like I turned shorty on. Like, no, no, no. She's I turned her on. To, I turned her on to get them girls over the weekend. I felt good about myself. This is shit you should do to your girl, nigga. Put her on this. Let's go. I get the boosters boosting. I get computers puking. Y'all get shot at. Call me. I do the shooting. I can't go with a girl who never got computers puting, nigga. You feel me? Uh, oh man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this week in culture episode. 166. I am your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka one half for the culture. And I got my brother in here with me, Jay. What up, though? Uh, what up, what up, what up? What's popping? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Um, one half for the culture, uh, one half of everything. And this week in culture, we bring to y'all the season four episode for review of Showtime's The Shy. But before we get to that, want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, all the texters, all the Facebookers, Instagrammers, tweeters, everybody. Shout out to niggas who've been hitting me like, why you ain't on Facebook after they hit me and said, damn, you got suspended again? Nigga, put two and two together. That's why I ain't been on Facebook. Like, it works like that. Um, shout out to the Blackberry letter we just got. I didn't read it. I saw it came. So I, I read like the first five sentences and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be fire. And if it's not, I'm going to just embellish it and make it sound fire. But <laughs> it seemed like it's headed in the right direction. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to uh, to the 
Hold up. Let me see before before I get them both props. I already know Rob Silva in the building. All right, June, you don't get no shout out this week, man, because you ain't in the building. You ain't sending a voice note through. June, they was filling your voice note last week. Come and you, on, yo, your momentum, you ain't keeping up your momentum, so dog. Text June, you were like. supposed to come back with the fire. They was rocking with you last week, June. What you doing, man? But shout out to the guy. Shout out to Rob Silva, Macho. Uh, shit, everybody, man. What up? We here. We back. All right, dog. Couple things. Matter of fact, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not starting with hate. I'm going to start with love, man. Salute to my brothers, man. Dame and Jay on five years of Shop Talk Podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. Salute to y'all, man. Five uh. years. It's huge, my niggas. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand how big of a deal it is to be doing anything for five years. That's the most consistent thing I've ever done in my life. A lot of niggas ain't worked a job for five years, like the same job at the same company. Mm. A lot of folks ain't did that. Well, I guess I did. I worked this job like 12 years. Yeah, but, man. But, but this was... Yeah, man. This is a labor of love, too, which in a lot of ways could be harder, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Your job is at least giving you money. <laughs> right. You get paid. I get insurance. We, we, yeah. You get insurance. You get to build your home from your nine to five. That's that's where that comes from. But, like, we started this from the dirt. Y'all started this from scratch. Y'all wasn't even here. We ain't even in the same building y'all niggas started in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so my apartment. Yeah. Five years of that is is major. Um, We got a three-year anniversary coming up. Real soon, I think in like another two weeks, man. Really, we we there, yeah. Because it was around uh, insecure time, right? Yep, yep. That or no power, power Power in the summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that first episode of uh, of this week in culture anniversary is coming up. We technically got two anniversaries because we also could celebrate that February joint when uh when we did the Black Panther, but our official shit. So randomly, yeah. This morning I was like. The Black Panther. That nigga, he kept saying the Black yeah. Panther. Forrest Whitaker accent was so ass in that movie, dog. If I was from Africa, the I'd herb fuck that nigga, of bro. the Black Panther. Like that's why that nigga got killed. Yo, right the, there. Did you see the, the 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 highlights from the Black Panther video game? No, nigga. Shit look fire. I I haven't owned a gaming system in four years. It's been four a, five years. Yeah, I ain't owned one since twenty fifteen. Matter of fact, when we started the podcast, I sold. I sold uh, a computer and uh and my uh, my PS4 to buy some studio equipment. Damn, real like, nigga shit. Because I surely wasn't using my own money. No, 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 not at all. No, we're gonna fund this. We are gonna fund this. Um, but yeah, so it's been five years. But I want to play that shit. Damn, I just want to buy it just off the strength. Like I don't I ain't had a system since fifteen when I first moved back. Man, that shit looked dope. It's, and it's Yo. called uh uh like Wakanda the the fight for Wakanda or some shit like that. Oh, he like fighting lit. Scar and it's on it's it looks dope as fuck. That's what's oh shit. He fighting Scar? Like Lion King Scar? No, the white dude. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. I with got the, you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy from the from the beginning of the joint that was working with um Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I got you. All right, man. Well, we getting into that. This nigga's, I mean, it was the Lion King. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like, hey, nigga, if that nigga was fighting Scar, shit then got wild over at Disney, dog. Um, hey, salute to uh I actually wanna watch this and the reason I wanna watch this upcoming documentary has nothing to do with anything that's in the documentary itself. But Mary J. Blige got a doc coming up June twenty fifth called My Life. It's gonna be on Prime Video. Now, I want to watch it because Mary J is the icon. I want to remember her as an icon and not as the mama from Power Book 2. Um, but the reason I wanted to watch it is because of the. Uh, I found out about this because of my algorithms from watching a video of um, Danny Boy saying that Mary J molested him when he was a kid. 
when he was 16. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe that's what turned him. I don't know. Danny Boy came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what, you know, he was hey, like. Hey, but it was literally me watching that, and then the suggested video was the clip from my life documentary. I was like, oh, shit. Now, I may say that. It may sound like I'm saying that in jest. Yeah. But I'm really not. No. Because uh, when an adult woman will, uh, let's call it what it is. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't know that Danny Boy ain't a liar. <laughs> yeah, that uh, to have sex with a 16-year-old boy, Yeah, um, that can cause some trauma. And not just that an may- adult woman, but one who was clearly in power yeah. in that situation. Like you can, One could start hating women. Man. Yeah. And that could manifest itself in different into ways. Into homosexuality, real life. Into, and, and again, like you said, because of a hatred of women, not necessarily a love for or men. trauma. Uh, yeah. It's, who, it's, who knows? No, nah, that's a PTSD. But you know what, though? I was having this conversation, one of the last convos I had before I got suspended off Facebook, about how uncommon it is for men to discuss that they were molested or sexually taken advantage of by women at very young ages. Like, so many men lost their virginity or had situations with women who were... 18, 19, 20, and they was 11, 12, nigga. And it's like, that happens in the hood a lot more than folks talk about, bro. So I alluded to it on the last episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, yo, we're going to talk about this on Shop Talk. Yep. Because uh, last week, some shit went down on the timeline. Um, a year ago, so ago, uh, ago, it was a lot of sexual assault, battery, um, unwanted advances older men attempting to talk to it was a whole bunch of shit that went down last year doing um like sexual assault month or or what have you Mm -hmm. um and like it was a a group of people who were campaigning at a a gentleman's job to get him fired ran him out of town um it was a whole bunch of shit that was going on yeah and during that time frame there were a couple comments from a couple gentlemen who was like, yo, hey, uh, one of the people spearheading, uh, we got things to say about you. Mm-hmm. And things were mm-hmm. said. But at the time, it was like, y'all deflecting because all the niggas is getting Brush it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week or so, the day of the Floyd fight on Sunday, it went down on, and more stuff came out. And it was like, how come men aren't believed when they start telling like yeah. hey this is what happened this is what you did this would make me feel uncomfortable you and it was a whole thing that yeah. went down online yeah. and, and had a bigger conversation it's like yo when men refer or tell hey this is what happened it's not looked at seriously you get laughed out the building dog <laughs> like and, nobody listens bro. i mean that's from other men yeah. from women from like it's not like a Yo, this yo, women, yeah. you did something wrong. You are not looking, listening. Yeah. In general, it's not taken seriously. And think about it at any age, right? If you tell when you're younger, instantly you lying. Boy, why you lying? Why you coming here lying? I'm sure you got that mistaken. Or that's okay. Yes, that's supposed to be you yeah, a man. Yeah, now. you a man, nigga, baby, and Lil Wayne. Come we on, are. Man. We all heard the stories, nigga. Boosie and his kid. Boosie. We know. We heard what he said. He he given his kid head from a uh, stripper. When he turned 12, like take that man kids away from him. And it's just like, dog, we say that shit. And it said, think about that. If a nigga said that he paid a male stripper to give his daughter head when she turned 12. Because I didn't want her. I wanted her to be straight. I wanted her to be a a straight home or a heterosexual woman. So I had to get it right. 
Nigga, would he what? still be prancing on the internet? No, like, that nigga would be in prison right like, now, dog. It'd be, we be talking free to be free yeah. to win. <laughs> free to real with Bill. Dog. <laughs> like, nigga, we would not see Boosie, dog. That nigga would be out of here if he had four daughters and he said that shit. Niggas but when it's men, we don't get taken seriously. We get laughed at. We get told, again, the hyper-masculine part of it. Hey, nigga, now you a man. You fucked a girl when you was 12 and she was 18. Like, come on, bro. So oftentimes what happens is because men get children, mm-hmm. get raped by older women, um, sexually assaulted by older women, and mm-hmm. it does one or two things. It can make them have a disdain for women. Yeah. Or it can over-sexualize them at a very young age, and now everything is sex yeah. because now I'm addicted to it because it was it was it was provided to me at a very very young age, and I was told it was a good thing, and was, now that's your relationship with women. It's yeah. transactional. It's and then so again, a uh, cycle. This is not a this is not a building excuse for niggas why the, they are the way they are. This is trying to help people understand why men in a lot of cases are the way they are. But the uh, the cycle is 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 twofold because. Yeah. So usually hurt people hurt people. Facts. People who are abused turn around and also abuse others. So let's just say the young boy who was abused as a child, now he does it. But now he does it to a young girl. Mm-hmm. And now that young girl grows up and does it to either another young girl or another young It's like a cycle that yeah. never ends. And then, but think about how it, it, it's almost, it's a cycle, but it's almost a figure eight. It's an infinity symbol because yes. on one half of that cycle, he does it to a young girl, she does it to a young boy, and so on and so on. On the other half of that cycle, they both grow up to be promiscuous, sex addicts, sex addicted, almost fiends about the shit. And they can't ever build a sustainable relationship because of their relationship with sex. And sometimes people will grow up to be asexual. Mm. No, we, I just don't want to have sex I don't like at all. it. I don't like it. Because my introduction to it was traumatic. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we when we talk about shit... Like the scenes on the shy with these kids having sex, it ain't, nigga, I'm not prudish. I do know what kids are doing. I know for a fact. But I also know that, A, it ain't necessarily helpful to have it on Showtime every week. You know what I'm saying? Like I was talking to Shorty when we watched the shy the other night, um, and we're going to get to the review, obviously. But, nigga, every episode since the beginning of season three, they have had a sex scene. Fam, I was. Um... Every episode, bro. I was I was I was uncomfortable watching this show this week, fam. I'm uh, we going I don't even want to go down that road because when we get there, I honestly I feel like you. I know I said I wasn't gonna start with hate, which is why I started with love and shouting out my brothers on a five years. But this was the first week in a while where I felt, and normally I kind of you be so mad at the shy, and I be mad, but I be like, you know, what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm a play the 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 contrarian. To your contrarian, yeah. <laughs> and but this week, dog, I just believe it or not, I like this episode better than the other ones. I thought this episode was one of the trashiest ever, dog. I, I want to put this episode in the dumpster, bro. I got nothing good to say about it. My rewatch of this episode was horrible, Nick. I couldn't. I was turning that got, shit off to I, do I, dumb I, shit. I have bro. concerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> and we're gonna get there, but um. Yeah, man. Hey, black men, if you struggling with something or if you struggle with something when you was younger, man, talk to somebody. Real life, dog. Like a professional, too. Not yeah. the internet, bro. And I'm sorry. Um, when we was on a, on a Shop Talk episode, yeah. uh, somebody sent in some information that we should post mm. uh, for men to reach out to. I'm going to post that. Um, 
I'm gonna post it on the shop post top it on joint, both pages, and yeah. then I'm gonna share it on the on the on the this week in yeah, culture because you do need life, even dog. if you don't go to the police or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to get that trauma and that shit off your chest. Yeah, or be not, like Kevin and have a drinking of, problem. Think about this: you a man, or you a you a boy, young adolescent, and you always taught to be tough, be a man, and all this other good stuff, right? Well, I say good stuff as a uh, colloquialism, not yeah. literally good yeah, stuff, yeah. but. You get taken advantage of by a woman, mm-hmm. and you feel insecure about that because I'm supposed to be a man. Yeah. How can I let a woman take advantage of me? Now you don't initially have that that interaction because yeah. you a kid, you grow up, and now you you overcompensate for everything. Yeah. Like damn, why you why ever you why? go so hard? Dog. You so you go yeah. so hard to prove that yeah. you're a man. And everything. Oh nigga, that's get. Oh, but that's literally where hyper masculinity comes from, dog. Which it comes from to. being told. As a kid, at a young age, that this is what you're supposed to allow. This is what you're supposed to do. If a woman grab your dick and she significantly older than you, shit, if she your age, nigga, if she violates you at a young age, you're supposed to be happy about it. And then you grow up and, nigga, everything is rah, rah, rah. Like, come on, dog. To the point where half y'all niggas be sounding gay, nigga. And and I say that in the sense that, like, nigga, all right, you sound over straight. Like, Calm down, bro. You, like you are you're you're overcompensating, dog. Now, this not a saying, yo. This is all of this is because this. Yeah, it's more like questions and like yo. A lot of different things can lead to different things. Facts, so. facts. Um, it's kind of funny too. And then we can we could jump off this, but um, I watch uh Pose with my lady on FX. Pose, everybody knows Pose is about. So one of the characters on there, um, played by Billy Porter. He's a gay man on the show. Like, does he plays a homosexual man? So he went back home to where he was from. Like, he ain't from New York. He from wherever little city. He went back home to go see his family and go back to the church, right? And just kind of because he dying from HIV, so he wanted to just reconnect with his folks. Anyway, the pastor of the church that his family goes to now is the boy that he like. They came out together when they was kids. Like, they both realized, hey, we're both gay. The pastor now <laughs> is married with three children to a woman. Like, uh, you know what? Living a whole wild-ass life. Somebody tell me about this. And, but what was trippy, when, when Billy Porter's character goes back home and he talks to the pastor, nigga, the pastor was like, yo, let's take a walk. So while they walking, he like, nigga... Soon as I saw you, like, I felt all those feelings again. I want to run away with you. I'm coming back to New York with you. I want to spend your last days with you. And it's like, yo, bro, you have a whole wife and children at the crib. You just going to abandon them? You got a whole congregation. You got a whole congregation. And it was funny because they said basically the whole town knew when they was younger he was gay. (laughs) But then, (laughs) yo. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. So they was like, when he was young, the whole town knew the pastor was gay. But then, like, he gave himself to the Lord and let the Lord. I am delivered. Yeah. And it was literally, that was what it was. He was the first delivered nigga before a dog on the internet. And then everybody just sort of bought into it. Like I, right, he delivered. He's a clear example that the Lord can make you ungay. But it's like, yo, why was he ashamed to be that in the first place? Cause niggas is hyper masculine, everything dog. Like you can't even be you shit is wild, bro. So wild fucking man. I got man. Ugh. I can't say that out loud. Yeah, I get canceled. Shit is wild out here. I got we, a question, we though. Oh shit! What's your, the question to cancel you, or what you was finna say was? Yeah, I, I got a question. Oh but yeah, we can't we can't have a conversation here. Got uh, you, got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do that. We'll do that on the uh, secret pod. Yeah. All right. 
Um, real quick, did you see all the fucking clips of the uh, insecure? They finally rapping and shit. Man, I this did. shit finna be sad, dog. Man, I think this about to be the best episode because I don't think Issa will go out on a dud, Mm-mm. and they they like I think this is about Mm-mm. to be lit. Season five is finna go crazy, and I think it's about to be shot wonderful. Oh yeah, I could. Yo, man, just looking back on season one and how far they came, like, with the story, seeing little shit. Like, I didn't know all the men on the show auditioned to be Lawrence. And they was just like, we loved all y'all so much, we had to make a role for the niggas. Like, and shout out to um, my homeboy, uh, uh, Daniel uh, Coney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to I'm gonna bring up his uh, Instagram. Uh, I think it's D Coney Art. Let me just double mm. check. Yeah, D Coney Art, D C O N E Y A R T. I watched the video. Uh, he does. He paints. Uh, yeah. Airbrushes. He does the whole nine yards. And um, I watched a video earlier this uh, uh, this week, and somebody gave a portrait of Issa uh, to Issa. One of her. Wow. Somebody on the set. Yeah. He he did the, he did the painting. And shit. Wow! Wow! Shout out to um to D Coney Art, man. That's dope, dog. Like. That's the that's the goal, right? With this shit is to get your shit over to yeah. the inspiration, man. That's what's up, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm with you. I think this season is going to be amazing. I thought last year was such a great season, like pretty much flawless um, as far as the way it was filmed, the writing, the acting, the story they built. It was a couple of small things that we were like, yo, I wish they would have did. But it was more so just like we wanted more because <laughs> it was so good. Dog. So excited to see that final season come uh, later this summer. I think the shit's supposed to come out in August, like early August, I believe, is the, the rumored date right now. But I'm going to be sad as hell when we get to that finale, dog. That shit is... Uh, oh, man. Salute to Issa, though, man. She keeping shit alive. Yo, you know what I hope? I hope all of them go on to like do other I'm big sure. shit. Man. I'm fairly like, sure. So this is not a comparison. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I have a feeling that when we see people from Insecure and other things, we're going to look at them like we look at everybody we see from The Wire and other things. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that Insecure is The no, Wire. No, 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 no. But like, Every, cause you I, iconic characters. We were bro. so connected to everybody in that cast yeah. that you just wanted to see them do good. Yeah. And everybody who has been was on the wire, who's in something else, that's a good project. Yeah, and you get excited when you see him. Yeah, like I, we already know what Michael K. went. He been the clear standout as far as projects go. But shit, nigga, I was off the Mac Wilds album. Like, hey man, I'm just happy to see my young nigga. Uh, Bunk. We see Bunk in um, every. That nigga's a phenomenal actor. Um, All them niggas. Uh, Bubs, shit, Bodie, everybody, every, anytime I see one of them, I'm hey. watching it. Yo, Bubs is also a phenomenal actor. He one That's of them. Okay. He one of them. He on that like, I mean, he ain't there yet, but he on that list of. Didn't McNulty do have his own show on, on Showtime? Like several seasons yeah. of that shit. I think they got like five seasons, and I believe it's an active show. I don't know that it's canceled. Yeah. Like yeah, I think they yeah. got like four or five seasons. It's called um The Affair or something like that. Yeah. So salute to everybody from The Wire. Salute to everybody from Insecure. I'm very excited to see what they do. I just, again, it's one of them shows, and we'll talk about it more. Um, I as want a we... show on HBO. <laughs> Sunday night, though. It got to be Sunday night. I want a Sunday night show. Because that's when they put they And what, they what I mean by show. I want a show, either yeah. I want to be on it, or I want to write executive produce. Be a part of, a, dog. I want a Sunday night show. Because you know it's going to be legendary. And HBO is the is the the gold standard. You know what we gotta start talking about though. Insecure's place 
in like the shows, like the black cultural shows. Cause real talk, at least for millennials, Nigga, I don't think can, it's a better show than Insecure. Listen, as far as the topics, we gotta covered, we, we we can schedule this yeah. out, right? Yep, we gotta go. HBO shows, yeah, in general, right? Yeah, well, not in general because you got it's given category, but yeah. we go black HBO shows or yeah. things out for the culture. Put them together and then rank them. And rank them, yeah. I mean, shit, we we did it with soundtracks. Yeah. We could do it with HBO shows. That's real life, dog, because we got a lot to choose from. And then if we don't have, like, if we start to realize the numbers Even if ain't there. only, like, eight. Nigga, shit. It's cool. If we get to, like, seven, nigga, I'll throw a star show in that motherfucker. I don't give a shit. But, no, I love that because HBO really be hitting on the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we were, so to that point, we were used to them doing the inner city crime and drug dramas. Like, and we loved them. Nigga, they did them so well with... The corner and with the wire and and those so we loved what they were doing there, but then it was like, yo, y'all niggas touched on millennial relationships and jobs and all that shit with insecure. Like, nigga, this is what me and my friends is going through. That's why it was so relatable, dog. Because it was like, nigga, this is my life, man. Salute to HBO. Salute to Issa, Prentice Penny, um, old girl who did Queen and Slim, who name I can't, Melina, all of y'all, man, Yvonne Orgy. My nigga Lawrence, Lawrence Hive coming soon, man. I got to get the Best Buy shirt out whenever that shit gets announced. We wearing them every episode, but yeah, we gonna we gonna figure something out leading up to the premiere of Insecure because we got to get them their props and we got to put I them just up know there. The final episode better be Issa and Lawrence walking off into the sunset with her adopted kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because Condola is back with the baby, yeah. nigga. That's a fact. I mean, why? why not that I think that everybody should get back together, yeah. but how come you can't have the storybook ending one time on television? Man, for two people who was really fucked up, Man. wasn't the best wasn't each in other, best space, went separate, built themselves up, come back, fix themselves, and literally be happy ever. Like, can give me that on television at least. If I can't get that in real life, Why can I do, watch it on TV? Can black folks get something good that we can like hang our hat on? That maybe you can have hope that you can fix that relationship that you should be in with that person, but your pride won't allow you to because you told your friends too much information. How about we just fix that shit and you be with the person that you te- probably should be with anyway? Why do we like assume that yo, I wasn't in the best space in my life, my partner wasn't either, we broke up. We tried different relationships. They were good, not great. They didn't really feel right. I think it's still something there with me and her or me and him. And now that we're in better spaces, why do we run or shy away from trying again? <laughs> like, I don't get the whole Quotes like. Quotes and cliches. Yeah. Uh, you, you only know, got one time to fuck up with me. Like, damn, nigga, really? You know what the, your grandma, you know what I, you know, oh my God. Yo, listen. Don't buy him no shoes because he going to walk gonna out, walk your, out life. your life. Well, if you ain't bought me no ones, nigga, we not, you not the one. First of all, I got shorty <laughs> on sneakers. She went in more than I do these the days. Here, like, man. fuck out of here, dog. No, you're going to buy me shoes. <laughs> like You're not the one if you ain't. Yeah, if you're not, no nigga. Hey, if you can't buy some ones, you're not the one, nigga. That's just what it is. Um, Raising Canaan got a premiere date July 18th. I ain't looked at the trailer yet because I don't want it to look trash. Cause then I'm gonna feel the way I felt about I Power like, Book. I feel like Raising Canaan looks more movieish than Stars TV showish. Maybe that was just because we seen clips in a in a music video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it looks that way, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I because you I, know Power got a look to it. Power definitely has a very like polished look, but like not in a 
Like it they, doesn't work for. I want power to be as gritty as the shot. Power and, probably records in like thirty frames per second. In mm, movies, yeah, the, the classic movie cinema is twenty four frames yeah. per second. I know that may may not mean a lot, yeah, but that's that them six frames it makes per a second. Difference it one hundred percent makes it the feel of that because the feel from the the video part, the music video part that we saw from Raising Canaan, it feels a lot more like gritty Cinematic New York crime drama, like. But I I haven't looked at the trailer yet. I'm just I don't know. I don't want to ruin it for myself. Cause with for for instance with um Power Book Two, with Tariq and all them, that turned out to be not that bad. It wasn't great, but based on the trailers, it just felt like and eh, this is unbelievable. They got Reek running all around. I don't really know what I'm looking. We for. was just upset that y'all killed Ghost, my nigga. And I'm still gonna be upset. I'm gonna keep that real. And dog. like the villain of it now, a nigga's mad. Like why not? Now we rooting for the nigga who killed our nigga. Yeah. Like I'm rooting every, for the every week we gotta hear you feel sorry about killing him. I'm rooting for the nigga who killed the nigga that was the villain that was trying to save him from having to do any of this shit. He ain't want you out there like that, bro. He was trying to save you from this exact same thing. Yeah, now you're doing it anyway. Um, what else going on? Uh Twitter is trying to cancel cater to you. They have I a saw petition. That, but uh, so t- listen, before you get into this, yeah. I want y'all to know something. <laughs> that women are psychotic. Dog. Nope. I'm not going Don't the women cancel route. Me, yo. I'm just going to this. <laughs> it's been 2021 years, okay? Man. Ain't a petition ever did shit in real life, my nigga. I'm not signing an online petition for nothing because guess what? You can't make me do nothing I don't want to do. Facts. um, They have the Twitter going, the petition going to cancel Destiny's Child. Cater to you 17 years later because it's a, quote, slave song. And women are bothered by the lyrics. Children. Come on, dog. A slave song, nigga. <laughs> Catering to your man is a slave. That makes you a slave. Because we don't want the family together, man. Dog. We don't want the family together. Yo, real life, real life. I'm going to ask you this question. It's rhetorical. Because it ain't no answer. Because no one knows. Why do women hate us, dog? Like, what did we do? Like, I ain't do shit, bro. I'm not the greatest nigga on earth. I, I will never claim to be. But goddamn, like... Y'all canceling songs 17 years later that y'all used to sing. This is not real, though. <laughs> like, come this, on, This is not bro. real, though. Come on, dog. It's not real. So who to petition to? To who? If, listen. Who cancels songs that aren't being played currently? Let's, let's <laughs> say, listen. I say some shit on the pie that y'all may not agree with. Yeah. Often, apparently. Uh, if y'all got like a thousand niggas to sign a petition and be like, Yo. Jay is off the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck you think you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Who gonna enact getting this nigga <laughs> like, off the pod? Like, like who gonna what? come up here on Monday and be like, "Yo, Jay, I noticed your studio, but you can't walk in there, bro." Like what? No, when is a peti- every time one one of these cop killings happen or some shit like that? Yeah, yo, we sign a petition again. No, it's not real. Yeah, like it's it, it really is not real. It's, what are y'all doing? It's weird. We we live in a weird time. My favorite tweet from the cater to you uh, shit though was, ironically, black women want to cancel Destiny's Child's cater to you, but not Bills Bills Bills. <laughs> Sip slow. <laughs> you see what uh, you see what um, Carlos uh, Carlos Miller had posted. Oh no! What the <laughs> uh, broke boys don't deserve no pussy. 
But as soon as I ask you how much it is, now I'm being disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have it both ways. <laughs> like, come on, dog. I hate that part of that song because I sing it out loud every time. <laughs> I'll be like, I know that's right. Okay. I'll be in the car lit. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> you remember when? Nah, I ain't even going to do that because they almost canceled Kevin Hart for saying it. And I'm not as big as Kevin Hart, so I ain't going to say it. And then he was like, does this make me gay? Because <laughs> I'll be singing the fuck out that part. Oh, shit. All right. What else going on in the world? Um, John Legend's production company is making a Bernie Mac biopic. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Something happened in uh, this week in culture. Not, it's not, let me refer. That sounds, mm-hmm. that sounds mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was one of those. Who do you get rid of post yeah, yeah. with all the comedians and yeah. shit, right? And I'm talking to somebody when I was on my way up here. Okay. Was having a conversation. He's like, y'all want to talk about that on the show? I was like, I'm like, no, no, I'm just having a conversation with you yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I was like, well, technically it was said oh, in the, uh, it was on the said, page. Yeah. And I had, a, I, so my question about Bernie Mac, I love Bernie Mac. Of course. Love Bernie Mac. Yeah. You've never seen a Bernie Mac special because it don't exist. No, we've seen you've, Def Jam and we've seen Kings of Comedy. Like you've seen maybe four sets from Bernie Mac. Yeah, and then you and seen they were funny as shit. One hundred percent hilarious. Now you may have seen them in, in person because that's. But like, what do everybody base their legend status off of when it comes to Bernie Mac? Not saying he's not. Yeah, yeah. But what are you basing it off of when insert all these other comedians have all these pieces of work that you can go to and watch and review and be like. Yo, I don't really, I can't get rid of this special because I really love Dave Chappelle killing me softly. I really loved um, Seriously Funny. I really yeah, love, yeah. Like, what, what exactly is it that people go to? Because we've seen the Kings of Comedy set yeah. about 15, 12 to 15 minutes of, or tw- let's say 20 minutes of whatever. We've seen a couple of Def Jam four to five minute sets. Like what exactly? Mm-hmm. What's your reference point? You know what's funny though? Like going to, because to answer your question directly, the reference point is Kings of Comedy. And the reason that I say that is because them four niggas, and shout out to them for having the foresight to do, they just said we're the Kings of Comedy. And that was it. And nobody, fam, nobody argued it. Niggas was just like, King of the South. Lil Wayne, best rapper alive, nigga. Since the best rapper retired. You know what? Once you say it, it's the truth. When you say it and then you move like it, like, yo, I believe in me more than you need to, nigga. (laughs) So this this don't mean that I don't think that 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 Kevin not Kevin. Uh Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac not one of the ghosts. But I was just surprised how everybody was like, get Kevin out of here. I'm like, well, hold on. That nigga got bodies of work that I'm not ready to remove. Yeah. Whether you like him or not. Like multiple. I'm not saying that everything he didn't release is funny, but like Yo, seriously, funny is gonna stand up there with who? That shit is hilarious, dog. And if we want to like on, on some stand up shit, Kevin is one of the greatest stand ups ever. And you know what? The nigga went on a run of one hour stand up specials that a lot of your favorites cannot go on, dog. That is yes. When you throw in the movies and the ticket sales and all the other projects that that nigga Kevin Hart, he's almost clearly. In your top three, kind of gotta be based off all the other shit. But when you bring it down just to stand up, you ain't gotta think the nigga's the funniest nigga ever. But eh, the nigga put together a run of material that your favorite did not. Dog. So out of all the specials, you can tell me there was a there was a at the very least wherever you fall in that there's a three special run. Out of all the specials he didn't did, yeah. there was three back to back to back that he was like, yo, yeah. he's good. 
Now, whether you think the four, five, six, or wherever you, it, it was might, at least three. Hey, in these there last that you, couple might not have been your shit, but for three straight, that nigga went. It was either you either start one before seriously funny or at seriously funny. Yeah. But for three straight, that nigga went, and guess what? Only Eddie and Dave, and Eddie, Dave, and Rock. Have three that keep that you can other than like what what stand up material only. Chris Rock's my fave. Dave's your fave. Eddie is the legend. We almost but Eddie only got two. Yeah, literally only he, have he two. only has two. But his two was like yeah. nigga groundbreaking. Yeah. Like he shattered the world, nigga. So we give Eddie his caveat, but eh, your favorites don't have three that stand up to the level that Kevin Hart, Eddie, Dave. Now I love Martin to death. Martin you so got crazy is one of the best dead. ever. Run tell that was funny, but it wasn't you so Run crazy. Run tell that was funny till you saw it again, and then it was like, oh shit! I think I was just hyped that first time. But you Cause, so crazy because it was you so crazy. I is watched Martin's that shit a one. couple weeks ago. Like that's Martin, timeless. And here's the thing: the way you said, "Hey, nigga, I love Bernie. I love Martin. Martin is my nigga. Martin is one of the funniest niggas." Ever from the introduction of Martin to right now, he does physical comedy better than a lot of people. The nigga is a genius, but stand up comedy. Martin has his Def Jam hosting run, and you so crazy filmed stand up comedy. Yeah, filmed stand. Yeah, yeah. Because all these niggas is killers on yeah. the road, like Bernie and- Mac. All these niggas started well before we saw them yeah, on TV. Like, like killers. They went crazy. It's the reason they got to Def Jam. Yeah. So the reason I preface that statement about Bernie. Bernie is yeah. I'm like, what are y'all? Because I know what the other comedians think about them. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, a person who enjoys stand up comedy, mm-hmm. was at Coco's House of Comedy mm-hmm. every Friday, every Saturday. Yeah. I was at the when um Kool-Aid was hosting this joint. On Monday, like I, I, I fuck with stand up comedy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of these niggas in small rooms yeah. that you wouldn't think that they was on. I've seen Earthquake perform. He's sitting right where you sitting. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but like, what do everybody you basing their shit on? I done been, nigga, my, my years in Atlanta, I was at Uptown Comedy Club. I was at Punchline. I was at Laughing Skull. Laughing Skull is next to a hamburger restaurant, nigga. Like, you were seeing niggas who could feel about 18 to 20 people in. I love stand-up comedy, dog. And you know who is underrated? Who that? Cat Williams, dog. I'm see. I'm never a cat fan, bro. The reason I Cat's say, genius came out to me after he like got off the stage. Like, Cat has like twenty stand-up specials. Yeah. The reason that I don't think Cat is special-wise as big as everyone else is because he was in, independent the whole time. He owns yeah. every single one of them. Didn't have that. That um, machine behind you. Now we know yeah. everybody know that Pimp Chronicles one. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever fell down the rabbit hole and start watching some cat, some Cat Williams stand up. Yeah. Or I've, I've seen him in live like four, yeah. four different times. I've seen Cat twice live. Seen a few of the specials. The ones he just had on Netflix the last couple of times. Hilarious. Yeah. Like yeah. Cat is a yeah. really Kat good stand up. Cat is funny. Stand up. I think he's better stand up than being directed in like film projects and shit as funny. Cause I, it's funny when I first really said, you know what dog, I think I fuck with cat beyond the comedy is the episode he did of uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Where he got an Emmy 
for it. He won an Emmy because it was like, yo, I'm naturally funny. This Did ain't, you see him on Joe on, on the, the Joe Button yeah. joint? So I just watched that interview on YouTube. Okay, I watched day. it. I don't, you know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched it on YouTube. Man, I like, I, I enjoy Cat yeah. Williams. Though. And that, so that's again, it's shit like that where I'm like, his genius goes beyond stand up for me. Stand up, I was just always like, that nigga cool. He cool, but. Uh, every other thing he does, I'm like, yeah, Cat Williams is one of them. Like, he's underrated. He's man. a he's a Jim he's a Carrey good, type nigga. Where a, it's like, yeah, you got some real shit in you. Dog. He got some. He got some he talent. got he got some good material that could come off as jokey. But he was like, yo, that's Cat, so real. Cat drops gems. Yes, that's what I, I think. That's my issue with Cat is you got so many gems to drop. I don't want none of that shit mistaken as a joke. I want niggas to really hear some of the shit Cat be saying because he be dropping gems. All his Breakfast Club interviews, gems. That Joe Button interview, gems. He says a lot of shit that I feel like, yo, yo. this should be being spoke about more, but I think niggas aren't talking because it's Cat. He wanted them, dog. But yeah, man, Um, John Legend, most of the pro- like the projects he's gotten behind and produced since he's gotten into film and television production, have been super successful. That nigga's won Emmys and Oscars. So him doing the Bernie Mac biopic, I like it. I like it because I don't think he's going to put his money behind no bullshit. Man. So I'm excited to see whatever that looks like. Um, Here goes some Cat Williams gems from that shit. Okay, drop some gems. Nigga say, if they can't build you up, they only got one other gear. Mm. I was like, mm. yo, shit. Mm. They gonna tear you down. Mm. The nigga say, whatever you thought terrible about me, yeah. you're never gonna see the evidence of that. Woo. All that shit that Woo. y'all be talking about, or yo, this nigga fucked up, he on drug in real life, you will never see the evidence of that. Yeah. Like, yo. Yeah. Nigga say, if you stand on the railroad track, it doesn't matter if you scared or not. When that train comes, something gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bar. This was like in three minutes. He yeah. pow, pow, pow. Hey. I'm like, all right, man. No, nah, he he's definitely one of them, dog. I, I like listening to Cat talk more than I need him to get on that stage. But again, to your point, um, about niggas having three, Cat has a whole lot of material. And like you you don't have access to it because where would yeah, you find yeah. it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's the underrated part because you haven't had access to 20 specials that are there yeah. you have to have it on dvd or go yeah. buy it or independently you gotta, whatever. you gotta look for them a lot of niggas ain't gonna look for them and shit a lot of niggas might not know they exist because hey if the marketing in the machine ain't there i ain't even heard of it yeah um and kind of back to the uh to you know the legends the one who really got them specials it's something to be said about that HBO stand-up hour. Nigga. If you ain't had... And I know... minute joint. I, I know that Netflix now has sort of taken the, the reins of the stand-up comedy, but if you ain't had that HBO hour, I might got to look at you and, and maybe knock a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart first Comedy Central joint? <laughs> I'm a grown little man. Grown little man was where Ooh. he... That was his ascension. That like, was after the the all the backlash from... um What's the movie? Uh, uh, Soul Plane. Oh yeah, grown little man was his way. That was his way back. So it was actually it was the Comedy Central special, and he had one and before that one too. Yeah. Oh, he had he had like two. That or was three on Comedy Special. Yeah, that was, but that that but one. Grown, grown little, little man, man was the one that put him back on the map after Soul Plane, and then what took him there? What got niggas prepared for Seriously Funny was his. 20 minute set on the Shacks Shack, yep. um, All Star Weekend special, yep. which is hilarious because D Ray killed that. Mm-hmm. Cedric killed that. Was that said? Said hosted. Corey Holcomb was on Corey there. Corey Holcomb hosted or killed that. And then Kevin Hart closed it. And it was literally joke after joke. He so brought that shit he, home he, crazy. so funny, bro. he ain't even close. 
He ain't close. They put that nigga at the end, like he closed mm. for the DVD. Got you for In what real we life, saw. Yeah, that wasn't the close. Wow, wow. He killed that because they was like, no, nah, nigga. This he bodied it. He bodied. I remember watching. It was like four a.m. one morning. That shit was on Showtime, dog. And I was like, yo, Kevin Hart is clowning. And then it wasn't, but a couple months later, seriously funny drop. And he bodied. Laugh at my pain. Oh my god. Fam, he went on a yeah. run. No, nah, Kevin Hart. Went I don't crazy. think he get to, like I get it that y'all don't think he's funny now or it's too commercial or kid friend, whatever. But you know what it is, right? We don't like when underdogs actually succeed. We just love the underdog. That's a, I can see that. We don't like when they succeed. Like when when niggas like Kevin Hart go from the world, and I, when I say the world, I don't mean black folks. I know it's some of us who call Soul Plan a classic. But the world of entertainment did not like this nigga was called a failure. That shit is ranked top 10 every list as worst movies ever on anybody's category, dog. Like it, his career every, was over. Nigga. Every black person that saw Soul Plane. It, fam. Like every, every fam. all of us have seen it. And that nigga's career was at a standstill, bro. I don't know if y'all know how many people don't make it back from that. There are a lot of them who do shit like that and never see the fucking light of day. Guess who? Guess guess who? Guess who? Gave an opportunity though. Hmm. Dame Dash. Oh man, Paper Soldiers. Oh man, put him in Paper Soldiers. That movie was fucking hilarious. Said come back. And uh, what's the white Irish redhead nigga everybody like right now? Uh, from Boston. Um, was on all the he was on the Chappelle show. I can't think of one of the funniest comedians right now. Um, 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 god damn it, dog! He got a funny ass Netflix special. Yes, hilarious. Funny as fuck. Um, he was in Paper Soldiers too, though. He sure the fuck was. Him You're and right. Capone. Dog, what is dog name? Hold up. I'm, I'm I, no, no, no. Because dog be is actually really funny for not remembering his name. But my in my um in my old age. I mean, hey, nigga, COVID brain. I told y'all, nigga, I'm not. I'm not doing well. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Come on. Bill Burr. Because there's only two redhead comedians. It's Bill Burr and Louis C.K. Yeah. And they both fucking hilarious, dog. But Bill but y'all Burr. y'all cancel Louis C.K. Bill Burr, like, he arguably, like, one of the best comedians out right now. For a few years. That nigga's really funny, dog. Um, So salute to that. Salute to John Legend. Salute to Bernie Mac, man. Rest in peace. I hope in the biopic. Who's going to play him? Now that's where it gets wild, right? Because... So normally, you know my style, when we talk about biopics, I hate when they go for flash over substance, right? They look like the person, but they can't act for shit. Or they they seem like the person. Not, gotta get somebody who could really body this role, dog. Damn, Paperboy gotta get a... Uh, gotta get a, uh, a Bernie Mac uh, accent, dog. If Paperboy hey. get a, a Bernie Mac accent, hey. we in there. And lose I think a couple, he get it. Lose a lose couple, a couple pounds. pounds. And he lost a couple pounds from the Marvel movie that he doing. Yeah. So he ain't even like that big right now. I think that can be Damn. Oscar worthy. Throw a type mini shit. fro on him? Oh my God. Paperboy. Yo. Yo, that's brilliant, dog. Salute to that. Um, so it was funny, right after uh, our last couple episodes where we thought we were gonna have to review the best man, then we realized we've already <laughs> reviewed the best man. Somebody tagged me in this and was like Y'all probably said it on y'all's pod of the best man, but just in short, it's the meme that's been going around on the internet since best man hit Netflix. Now that we're grown, who was wrong in the situation? Lance, Mia, or Harper? So I rewatched the best man Sunday morning. And I have my thoughts. Lance, Mia, Harper. I will say this. These were children. Facts. In college, 
21. About to be turning 22 when y'all about to graduate. Facts. But most of y'all probably graduate around 21, 18, yep. 92, 21 yeah. years old. I'm not necessarily sure I'm ready to say someone is wrong for making a decision at 21. Yeah. Um, because I think at the oh, the age that they were at now, their fully developed brain, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Now, judging somebody. So listen. Fuck. <laughs> There are different people that you may went to high I mean, to, 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 that you went to state with. Facts. They got Facts. certain reputations from, from from college. Yeah. But there was one we don't know necessarily know that they were true or not. Yeah, yeah. Because it's college. Lying. Niggas be lying every day, B. And like, do you, how 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 long do you judge a nineteen to twenty one year old for mistakes that you make as a nineteen or twenty one year old? Like forever, that's gonna follow yeah. you around forever. It's funny. I had a few conversations. Um, in like the early post college years where niggas was like, yo, I feel like I got to move to a whole nother state and not be on social media for chicks not to think I'm a hold on more. Cause I just, one of my homeboys, um, shout out to my dog. I ain't gonna say his name, but he played football up at state. It's my nigga. Cool ass dude. Quiet. He was one of them quiet assassins. Like he probably got at your girl if she was cute and he might've got her. The nigga was a starting safety, all that shit. He did his thing. But, um, he was like, nigga, now I like work a corporate job. I'm like in finance. I'm regular as fuck. And he like, but in Michigan, niggas know me from Michigan State. And they know me from fucking around with a lot of chicks and playing football. He like, I feel like I got to move to fucking Arizona or something and not be on socials to get my, hey, I'm me. So men go through that too? Yeah. It was kind of, but it was a funny combo because it started from a meme that was out back then that said hoes. And when they said hoes, they were referencing women. I'm not. Cause I'm not that kind of guy, but they were saying hoes got to move to a whole nother state to pretend they wasn't hoes in a home state. It was something like that. It was, and we were literally, it came to a group chat and then that nigga replied and said, nigga, I feel like I got to do this shit. But like, so once the dude is, is yeah. labeled like the, 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 the male whore, the male whore, yeah. like women don't take him serious. They may want to fuck. They, Cause they might want to see what that's about. Yeah, but like you, know, they're not like happy to to bring him in front of everybody. That's the thing. You know what's funny? Um, the the show I mentioned last week, then I'm gonna mention every week because the shit is great. Run the world on stars. Um, one of the characters, one of the the lead actresses, she's engaged to be married, right? And they're at the club. Her and the homegirls, they at the club. They run into this dude. He buys her a drink. And one of her girls pulls her to the side and was like, "Yo, do you know who that is?" She was like, "Nah, should I?" They was like, that's the community dick. He done fucked all us. He done fucked every girl we know. He's fucked. So she was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I just thought he was being nice, mommy, a drink and shit. And they was like, yo, stay, you engage. Stay away from dog. And then. Mind your business, lady. So look, she goes on DMX the fuck. Voice. <laughs> Nosy people get it too. <laughs> so look, she goes on the fuck, fuck with dog. They sleep together one night. She cheats on her fiance. She feels bad about it. Once you tell her to stay away, now she's and now she's and once you told her, yo, he's fucked everybody you know, including us. All your best friends have been with this nigga. So she fucks dude, and then she never told him I'm engaged. Clearly, she just went along with the night, bought some drinks, went to fuck. So dog starts liking her. But she's like, oh, shit, I cheated on my, my fiancé. I feel bad. So she ignoring him. And he, like, blowing her up, like, yo, yo, yo. So then he bumps into her with the fiancé at a mutual friend's party. And she basically, like, told that nigga, yo, I'm engaged. Stay the fuck away from me, like, bum-ass she nigga. that nigga. And then went up to her fiancé, slobbed him down, like, made it a point to be like, I'm in love. I'm happy. Leave me alone. Don't call me. Don't text me. Isa and Big Teeth, that nigga. But in the, in the flip, though, 
like you kind of hurt dog feelings because you let them know like, yo, you uh, you wasn't taking me seriously. You just heard I was some a piece of meat, and you just wanted to see what it was about. You so ain't he, actually want to date me. He Daniel. He's Daniel as fuck. Only she ain't live with him though. Because I'm not never going to get him. Yo. Yeah, because <laughs> when that fiance find out, <laughs> you yet. might need a home, nigga. But, yo, they played Daniel, dog. And now. I know I wasn't a fan of that nigga, but they really played, dog. Skeeting on you in the, uh, man, in the, in the studio. Man. And then it's. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> the fact that they made that a point in the show is wild. Yeah. She really had that napkin on her eye. <laughs> I'm never forgetting that shit, dog. Shout out to Issa for being fucking great. That was one of the greatest Took scenes for the team. ever. Yeah, literally, nigga. <laughs> Oh man, um, but no, who was who was wrong, Lance me or Harper? I'm gonna say Harper, and here's why: because you wrote a book about it. Yes, nigga, that's stupid. <laughs> you <laughs> stupid, nigga. None of this occurs if you don't write and publish a fucking Oprah novel of the month. Like that's just not a thing, bro. Same thing we were referring to, Emmett. Like some yeah. secrets need to be secrets forever. Mm. Like you don't need like, and it helps no one. Why would you profit off of this? And I'm like, bro. You thought that changing the names and the the sport that Lance played was going to make it any less obvious who you're... These are your best friends. They know what y'all were doing because they were there for each of these events, bro. I would love to have a conversation with the writers. Yeah. Because, you know, they build these these characters a backdrop and a backstory that we never yeah. get. Yeah. So we know what their lives have been up in this point. And they're like... and. They give it to the actors so they yeah. know how to how to play. Yeah, this has probably been eating at Harper for years, man. And he probably wanted to get it off, subconsciously wanted yeah. to get it off his chest. And this is how he did it. Again, stupid as fuck. Yeah, because this nigga action figure. He he's a, he's a he's a professional athlete. Like, he's stronger than you, and man. you almost died, my nigga. And to your point, yo, y'all were also young, and yeah, you violated bro code and did all that. But on the flip, and I'm this is not justifying at all, but it's like he was her friend first. Yo, he was her friend first. He liked her first, probably. You could imagine that. Um, but how many niggas expect that their best friend, who's also about to go be a fucking top draft pick in the NFL, is gonna stay with his chick from college? Like that's not a, a thing to. He been cheating on her, and you've known about it at every stage. Yeah. And you, that doesn't seem like a nigga who's gonna be like, yo, I'm so committed to her, I want to marry her. Cause she didn't put up with all my shit, nigga. That seemed like a relationship that ain't gonna make it to that point. And you know, I always kind of liked her and shit. Yeah. So I only introduced y'all because yeah. I didn't think, you know, how I, I didn't really think it was gonna go there, dog. Cause like when you like, I understand. and knowing her, because it was funny when I rewatched it. Like she wasn't studying that nigga. She was like, man, oh, oh, you Lance Stewart, Lance Armstrong, whatever that nigga name was. So it's like, hey. Hey, yo, introduce me to her. Yeah, it's like I don't think that y'all about to. You did it, but like, yeah. what you gonna tell him? No. Yeah, because I ain't not, a hater. I ain't gonna not put my like, man she on. She don't belong to me. Yeah. And it's at like, all. Uh, but you don't write a book about it. And no. here's the thing: what you do, go to therapy, my nigga. You wanna you wanna get it off? Go to therapy. The reason that you don't write a book about it because now you're embarrassing your friends. Facts. And you you sharing information that's not supposed to be shared publicly. Even if y'all three had that conversation. Yeah. But the whole world don't need to know about yeah. this, man. And I'm like, nigga. Ah, to your point, man, shit, to the point that we've made on a pod a million weeks in a row about Emmett, like, nigga, this was just to absolve you and your conscience. This had nothing to do with, because you wrote that in that book like it was a diary, nigga. You had to get that off your chest. That was your journal. Yeah. Ugh, anyway, yeah, I think Harper was wrong because Harper's the only one who fucking published it. Um, all right, man, let's get to this Blackberry letter. 
see what's going on. Then we got a voice note to get to as well, man. This week's Blackberry Letter is brought to y'all by Travis Scott and Cacti. He need to pay us for this plug, but if this shit nasty, I'm throwing this back. Um, oh, this is from Cabbage? Yeah, yeah, this Travis Scott spiked seltzer. Uh, this flavor is pineapple. It's the only one they had. I wouldn't have normally grabbed a pineapple-flavored seltzer, but whatever, man. Um, y'all already know the vibe, so when y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. Hi, right, man. So the, the subject of this BlackBerry letter is, is some hoes in this house. <laughs> if you see them, point them out. <laughs> All right. My guys, what's good? Glad to see Ant back better than ever, and I'm looking forward to this week's shy review. But I'll go ahead and jump right into it. And peace to you, my brother. I ain't going to say your government, but what up, though, my nigga? All right, man. So my cousin has been seeing this girl named Lisa since COVID started. Last year, she got laid off and moved in with her friend Keisha down in Atlanta. Let's just say Keisha is the girl who's always on vacation and in somebody's VIP. The longer Lisa has lived with her friend, the more her personality and actions have changed. She's always been the woman who avoided clubs or bars, but now she goes out every weekend. I mean, I mean, if you see him point him out, I'm pointing at you, Lisa. Yeah, I don't like this mix. <laughs> her style has changed. She's wearing less and less. So she wearing less and going out more is what it sounds like. Get to it it, it sounds like she wearing less and going. Yo, I tell you what, I don't know if this shit tastes good, but this shit smell good in the motherfucker. Oh yeah, that don't taste good at all. That's horrible. Oh, I was about to crack. No, nah, that that eh, it ain't that bad. It's seltzer water with seven percent alcohol. It got more alcohol content than most of these shit. I so. didn't drink this whole seven eleven joint. Oh, you, that like, might have went fire in whatever that was. Yeah, man. I feel like if I crack this, I'm gonna waste it. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit ain't it ain't horrible. We got another yeah. two hours in this month. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> All right. So um her style has changed and she's wearing less and less. Also, her expectations from my cousin have changed. Restaurants and activities she enjoyed are no longer good enough and she's placing a monetary value on experiences. If it's not something IG worthy, she's not interested. Phone calls and texts go unanswered. She goes on different, quote, solo dates to museums, parks, and venues that she never expressed any interest in before, and she's constantly showing off her gem-toned assets on social media. Instead of focusing on Lisa's action, my cousin believes that Keisha is the bad influence that turned his girl into someone he doesn't recognize. The last straw took place. When Lisa canceled their date at the last minute to pick up an F extra shift at work. Later that night, Ricky saw a video on IG that someone posted and recognized Keisha and Lisa partying at the hookah lounge, which is Atlanta as fuck. They be at the hookah lounge. Ricky confronted Keisha over her behavior the past few months, or at least over her behavior the past few months, lying about work. And she told him if he was a real man, he would have stepped up and offered to move her in when she lost her condo and helped her get back on her feet. Wow. Because of that, she lost respect for him and has been questioning their relationship ever since. If things were to go back to normal, he'd need to step up financially and make her feel secure in the relationship. Fellas, help me help this nigga see the light. Clearly, she belongs to the streets, but hopefully you can deliver this message in a manner where his ass can understand it. Appreciate y'all. So that it took a turn. Yeah. I don't know that she belonged to the street. Well, she could be. <laughs> uh, so I will say I that, get why you would think yeah. she belongs to the street. I, I may have said this before, but this is a term used on the tech side. Uh, security by obscurity is no security at all. Mm. 
um, just because there's no one who lives around you, that doesn't mean your little, the little lock that you be having on in the apartments, that don't mean that's enough mm-hmm. because there's no one around you. That's why you feel secure. Mm-hmm. So if you, she hadn't been exposed to a certain particular lifestyle and now she has, and she don't want this old lifestyle no more, you wasn't ever secure. She just hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. She got more experiences. So that's, you wasn't, you didn't have security. You had obscurity. Yeah. Um, he liked her when she was broke, when how, she was downtrodden. However, the piece about she lost her condo and went through some financial hardships, if that's your woman, you supposed to, what you, what you doing, my nigga? Now, here's the thing. I don't know because it said he met her during COVID. Oh, so this is kind of close. This is it's close. been a year, oh. year and a half. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Granted, yes, if she lost her job, help her out as much as like within reason, like whatever you can do, help her. When they but, say lose your kind of who, who does she live with now? Her girl Keisha, who turned her on to all the all the fancy shit. Nigga, your girl can't come live with you. If you really want her, yeah, yeah. Like on some like nigga, come stay here. I don't know. But that's here's the thing. Eh, maybe they, maybe he felt it was too quick. I don't know. I don't know when this happened during a yeah. a courtship. If he felt it was too quick, well, then it's not that serious. Then let her go. It's too. It's too. Like things haven't progressed enough that you want to be that serious. Yeah, you can't. You can't put her in this limbo just until you find out if you think she's worth the extra investment. Either you go. So he said, my cousin started seeing her or been seeing her since COVID started. Last year, she got laid off and moved in with her friend Keisha down in Atlanta. Um, and here's the thing. Maybe she was more comfortable moving in with her girl. Like, I, she might not have felt like, yo, it may not be appropriate. This is within the same time frame that we've gotten to know one another. I might not feel comfortable moving in with you. But on the flip side, if he didn't ask, you never fucking know. She wasn't going to ask because, hey, that's probably something hard to deal with. I lost my home. I'm not going to ask you to take me in. Nigga, step up and say something. Man, I accidentally moved in with my girlfriend one time. <laughs> this nigga said I accidentally moved in Cause with like, my girlfriend. Because, like, it be kind of early and shit, and then you ask because you're not sure if you're supposed to ask. Like, should, I, should we live? Like, yeah. You know, and we end up starting living. We didn't find out until a couple years later. Until we broke up, it was like that we yeah. really didn't want to live. <laughs> 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 like, yo, this was soon. You know what I'm saying? But, hey. Hey, man, something, sometimes you got to Look, dog, I, I feel like because she moved in with her girl, Keisha. Her girl, Keisha, is one of them. She one of them. She on the social. She traveling. She VIP. She popping bottles. She living life. Keisha out here. Lisa ain't never been out here before. That's what it sound like. And now that she hanging with Keisha, she living with Keisha. Keisha basically told her, bitch, step your game up. She don't respect you, though. Why would you? Because you let her go live with Keisha without your, even asking. This your girl. Yeah. You let her struggle in front of you. She came to you and said, man, I'm fucked up. I'm getting, I'm losing my condo. I got to go live with a friend. Yeah. As the, if you, you ain't got to go live with your friend. Come over here. Yeah. Or, hey, here's the thing. I've, okay. I've also done that before too. Yo, accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. Jay did that on accident. And we was together for like five years after that. <laughs> so here's the, here's the part about it though. The asking her to come to live with you, maybe you felt it was too soon, maybe not. Maybe you felt like, yo, nigga, that might be inappropriate for me. I don't fucking know. She go to live with her girl. That's that's one thing. Because you can still recover from that. 
where you can recover from that is not complaining about her wanting to go on like better dates to better places and all. Because just the reason I say you can't come back from that. Yeah. Okay. You break up. No, you don't break up. You mm-hmm. lose. You break up with your condo. <laughs> your, your, your condo broke up with you, right? Um, HOA niggas was like, I don't want to do this no more. Uh, during COVID, this is wild, by the way. Um, yeah, does she know that that legally might not have should have happened? Yeah, she she lied to you, my nigga. She didn't get kicked out. She wanted. I feel to. like she sold that bitch, yeah. and now her and Keisha out here living. That's how. And so listen, hey, hey, how you how you bounce back? So what y'all? So you want her now? She live with her girlfriend. You want to go to the girlfriend house and hang over to see her, or you want her at your house every night to come see? Like, how does it supposed to work? But here's the thing. That's a great question, but what you can't do is say, yo, all right, I didn't invite her to live with me because, nigga, fuck that. We ain't there yet. Yeah. But now that I'm not paying for her roof over her head, I'm mad because she wanted me to take her on better dates. Nigga, like, she want to go to restaurants she never wanted to go to before. Nigga, she could have been in the restaurant uh, living room. If Bru- you <laughs> you could have got off better, nigga. You could have hit her with an A, nigga. If we cook, we say it's funny. <laughs> nigga, Taco Tuesday, my nigga. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, if you could have had to live. But listen, I get it. Yeah, yeah, If it's too early for us to move in, I don't feel that way about you. But then why? It ain't. It's not too soon to let her go. Here's the thing. You can't have it both ways. If it's too early for y'all to move in and you honest about that and y'all continue to kick it, then maybe that'll tell you whether you actually want to move her in. Because it can be too early. I'm never going to sit up here and say, like, yo, nigga, you had to move her in. But if down the road, because this was last year, now we in this year. You still ain't asked her to move in. Now you complain about the dates and shit. It sounds like she's even further from being moved in with you than she was last year when she lost the condo, bro. But she just told you, I, I don't respect you. Like, listen. Well, any, once you tell me you don't respect me, I don't want to date any you. Any person you're dealing with who's going to sit there and watch you struggle financially when they can help and they have an outlet to help and they choose not to, and you kind of made your decision. He might have been broke too, though. You know what I'm saying? He might not have been like... My nigga, the, ready to move in, nigga. Like, I get it, but nigga, yeah. you paying the same amount of rent no matter what. Facts, facts. She still works. His crib might be trash though. That might be what he ain't want to tell her. Um, I'm sure. But, but look, so she still work. All right, you can live here, but buy some groceries. On the flip side though, the part about the nigga said they were supposed to go out and then she stood him up because she wanted to take some a shift, and then she was actually at the hookah lounge. Totally believable. If you've lived in Atlanta for five minutes, you will be at the hookah lounge. That's just she's, what they do. She's actively looking for a replacement My nigga, from you, nigga. That don't even mean she for the street. That means she not for your boy. Yes. That's all it means. That's she, all. She not for dog. She looking for stability. So whether, because here's the thing, whether you've been telling them. Hey, bro, I think your girl for the streets. Or whether you let him listen to me and Jay tell him, nigga, she just not for you. Either way, he need to end it. It's done. She don't respect him. She don't, why do he want to be with her? I ain't never re-respected nobody. Fam, I ain't never re-respected nobody, and I ain't never wanted nobody who told me they ain't respect me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that relationship to evolve, nigga. No, you don't respect me? Fuck you. I'm out. Go hookah, nigga. Pick up your extra shifts. Do you. When she's staying with the homegirl and shit, like, yeah. nah. Bro, it's a, and if her homegirl is one of them hot girls that be out here doing shit, she around niggas that's doing the shit you complaining about. And they always and got they a do, friend. They always Bring got a friend. a friend for your friend. And them niggas is doing it. The shit you complaining about, them niggas is doing it. She don't even got to ask. She don't even got to mention it. Ain't no Blackberry letters, nigga. Because 
It's all scam money, nigga. Yeah. That be Facts. that be Facts. like how you compete with a nigga with unlimited resources because he's still fam. You can't. You <laughs> like, can't. I can't compete with. The I piece. can't compete with a nigga who like yo, nigga. I if filed, this one piece hit, I filed taxes, nigga. <laughs> if this piece hit tonight, we up twenty thousand today. I'm a salaried employee. Okay, man, man, it's fucking wild too, cause this nigga is really out here trying to compete with that. Like you'll never win, bro. This way, this way, two years, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When when dog go up, you back, nigga. You know when he saying? go up, you up, nigga. But yeah, man. For, the, tell for, for if we do a comparison, yeah, he is gonna spend more money than you, more money on you over the next two years, one hundred percent. You got that beat, yeah. But over the next ten years, yeah, he will be. It's the turtle that wins the race. Hey, over the next ten years, that nigga gonna be exchanging a different currency, nigga. He gonna be in there with cigarettes and pictures of his girl. <laughs> Trying to see if he can get some pop tarts. Right? Do a cook up. Hey man, um, tell your boy, no matter what, no matter how who deliver the news, how they deliver it, he lost his girl. Dog. I would just say this though. What's that? Uh, we gotta do. We do have to be careful with our words, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if a if a young lady goes out there and she sees a, I was never exposed to different things, whatever, and I mm-hmm. start liking this. That don't mean she for the streets, because mm-hmm. for the streets got a, a connotation that I'm just yeah, out here yeah. fucking for money and yeah. doing all the other shit like that. And she tricking. Um, just because somebody goes out and likes nice things and things of that nature, we we can't put that tag on her. But I do know she don't want you no more. Yeah, and that's 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 all I'm telling boy. Like whatever happens moving forward, you're done, my nigga. Like you're it's over for you and her. But find you a girl who liked it, because it sounds like he like. Basic shit. And there's nothing wrong with liking basic shit. But you can't be mad at a girl who, like... You got to pick a side, too. She hangs with her girl and realizes, yo, there are some different restaurants and museums and other activities that I like to do. How long she ain't know herself, nigga. How long it take you to... F- now, listen. After first day with Shorty, you came here and told me immediately. Off top. Off top. Right? Off top. How long would it take you? It don't... In real life, it don't take me long. No. So I if, know pretty quick if you six seven months in, and you like nah it's too soon, mm-hmm. nigga you not there yet, and you know you trying to convince yourself is she gonna be ready? You can't hold, you can't put her in a limbo to make she got to prove herself worthy. Basically, six seven months in, and something like big happened. She lost her crib allegedly. Um, because I'm still looking into that nigga. Them yeah. HOA niggas like them HOA niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's not just like you know her for six months and be like, hey baby, let's move in together. That's yeah, something different. Yeah, yeah. But when a tragic event happens and you can like why would you watch that woman struggle? Cause I'm like, nigga, if that was one of your your best friends, like one of your homeboys, you wouldn't have thought twice if that nigga said, Yo, bro, I lost my con. Hey bro, you can sleep on my couch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, how long you need, nigga? Man, and it's and you gonna definitely check that, yeah. and I'm gonna keep an eye on it. You ain't gonna Jason Weaver me, or <laughs> you just in this bitch playing games and shit. Clean up, but do something. Damn. All right, man. Uh, let's get to this voice note. See what the guy Rob Silver talking about this week, man. Third member of the pod. Uh, uh, uh. Here we go. Rob Silver coming right to you. Yo, before I hit play, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob, be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. Over under. Yo, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we think Rob. <laughs> no, not over under. Like, let's guess where Rob gonna be at. Well, considering the episode of the shy started out immediately with niggas getting head, 
I'm talking. <laughs> where's Rob gonna be at while he's recording? Oh, oh, his where voice you go? No, this uh, voice note is coming to you from the A train. Okay, nigga. <laughs> you gonna train? Rob headed up to Harlem, nigga. Fast way to Harlem is the A train, slick. <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all know. Uh, That's great hoodie lux. Y'all don't know. Uh, uh, or we gonna go front stoop? Oh, okay, you know okay. We gonna go. I'm going to go Stoop. Okay. Stoop versus Train. Yeah. All right. What's up, fellas? Oh, that's Stoop. The Shy has become all my children on crack. This is one horrific, horrendous (laughs) soap opera. It's just a big mess. I guess, and I'd like to know what you guys think, uh, that Emmett's mother uh, is going to be the latest death on the show every year they have a major character dying uh this is this is bad soap opera so that's it i'm just going to lay back and hear the rest of the show happy father's day to you uh ed and jason's fathers i love hearing about your guys experiences with your fathers growing up and how you still maintain a close tie with your fathers my father died 21 years ago, and if you know me, you know how much I value and love the experience with my with all the experiences I had with my father growing up. And um, happy 50th birthday to the eternal God, Tupac Amaru Shakur. Peace and blessings, brothers. Talk to you next week. Rob, man, that was an unexpectedly beautiful note right yeah, there, dog. I sure. thought you was coming. He wasn't even on the stoop or the train. That yeah. was like bathroom, that Rob, nigga was, right there. I'm about to lay back down. That that was living room, Rob, right the, there. In the bedroom. Hey, Rob, sure. man, I appreciate you um, shouting out our, our our fathers. Uh, you know the relationship we have with them. Rest in peace to your pops, man, and, and happy Father's Day to, to you. I believe Rob got kids. I'm not sure. I'm going to extend a happy Father's Day to you, Rob. If you don't have children, then happy Father's Day to your pops, man. And, again, I love... When I talk to other black men who have dope experiences with their pops, man, like man, uh, we kind of touched on this earlier. Yeah, uh, we was you know talking about the pod five years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yo, that shit opened up so many doors and have relationships with so many people, which spawned this podcast, respond folks from the A train or the stoop. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, dog, this shit is just wonderful. I, I enjoy experiences of black people. Um, that aren't physically here in, in my metro area. And mm-hmm. um, I just think it's extremely dope, man. So shout yeah. out to Rob. It's, nigga, when I think about, to, to the point you just made in general, man, when I think about the relationships we've built with people we literally strangers. did not know, complete strangers from the other side of the world in a lot of cases. And it's like, yo, these are people like... Somebody asked me there, like, how how you was doing? How you, yeah, you know, after, yeah. So how is he after COVID? And this? I'm like, man, these are str- like that's, that's love, dog. You don't even like, like you don't even know these people. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's, which is love. The the internet at its best can be a really really dope vehicle. Um, so salute to that man. Salute to Rob. You know we appreciate you every week, brother. Um, to your your point about Jada potentially being the death. So I agree that she may be that. And here's why at the end of last season, the actress who plays Jada, um, I think her name's like Yvette something. I don't know. Pardon me. And I'm not looking it up. So I don't feel like it, but no disrespect to her. Um, but the actress who played Jada in one of the like post 
shy finale interviews that they did online, she said out loud verbatim. Oh, when it was when Lena went live after the finale and she was like looping in all the actors to join her live. So when she was talking to the actress who plays Jada, the actress said very clearly next season, I want Jada to be like a part of the show. Like I want her to be, like, I want her character to basically, I don't want her to just the three episodes of me last year were a mess. Me fucking the masseuse nigga and just kind of trying to, then I almost fucked Darnell again. It was like, Jade ain't really being taken seriously as a character on this shit. Oh, you want to be in a show? Let me write your, okay. You, write and your that's, out. I literally feel like that's the direction we headed. Like, Oh, so you telling did, me that you did, don't like what I did with your character. Did you see the preview for next week? Yeah. Yeah. That shit looks good. Yeah. Next week's episode is, Probably my most anticipated since I, the uh, premiere of yeah. the season. I thought this episode was better. Um, I did not hate this episode as much as I hated the first three. Yeah. That doesn't mean like that I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to speak. But like I thought it was I thought it was less ridiculous shit that happened after the first five to ten minutes uh, of the show. And um, still, shit I don't agree with, mm-hmm. and think it's wild. And why would you go this direction? And but well, let's 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 get into it, man. So the episode opened up definitely at its most ridiculous with Tiffany and Emmett, and we were seeing them in action. Now that they had this open marriage that Emmett reluctantly agreed to, right? And then we saw the reluctance every single time they talked. But it's like then they ain't got no balls no more. To say what he really mean. Like, he just sort of like, yes, Tiffany. Yes. That's kind of that nigga's move. But in the beginning of the episode, she had Dante Crib getting ate out. She loved a head. Dante get the best head in the world, apparently. And she in there enjoying it. Again, the over-sexualization of this show is really ruining the mood for me, bro. I don't like it. I don't. Nigga, literally, every episode since season three's premiere, there has been a sex scene in this show. And I don't know how we got to hypersexualizing this show. Like, is that what you telling me they do in the shy? That's all they do is fuck. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody dealing with no other drama except sexual related drama, dog. Come on, man. Come on, dog. Hell, even when you think about like how we over the last couple of weeks, we've coined the term trauma gumbo and trauma soup. And they just keep sort of throwing all these different traumas in the fucking episodes. Nigga. Think about all the shit you could pull from any one of those traumatic experiences that they keep throwing out here. And we wasting time on just watching niggas have sex every week. Like, really? Come on, bro. But the episode opened up. Tiffany over there getting some hair from Dante. And then we see Emmett walk in his crib with a girl we don't know. And she throws him on the couch and pulls the nigga pants down and she started giving him some head. The difference in the experiences was exactly the difference in their approach to having an open marriage. Tiffany over there enjoying the fuck out of her life. She is living, nigga. Emmett sitting on that couch, getting head, looking disgusted. This nigga grabbed the yarn on the little throw cover top. Been there, my nigga. Not because this, my girl was out fucking somebody else either. <laughs> by the way, uh, that's not. <laughs> Let where me I've clear been. that up. I've never no, no, been no. there, but I, I've I've definitely been in that spot where I just wanted more than this. Like this ain't what I want for me. Ever been in my listen? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh shit If y'all saw the thought bubble That just went over that nigga's head Some of this shit I can't talk (laughs) Some of this shit I can't talk Oh shit But like I've definitely had some office moments And um, I can quite vividly remember a time Where I went to the bathroom And I looked at myself And I was like why the fuck? Like, why did I do I'm that? I'm like, no. Dog? Why the fuck am I here? Yeah, like, yeah. I thought, I, I, like, I keep turning and looking to on some Jim Halper and shit, looking at the camera. <laughs> like, why the fuck am I here? Dog. Like, Jay, go take your ass home. Why the fuck am I here? Emmett looked like, why am I in my own home? <laughs> why did I bring this girl here? Why am I with her? Why is she touching me? Like, he is literally the case of a nigga who does not want to do what his girl is making him do. I feel like this show is actively trying to be evil. <laughs> mm. Like every the 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 bad take or the the I want to do whatever it's like this is a contrarian. Like I'm gonna do the opposite of whatever is recognized as moral or wholesome or in any time yeah. anything I can think, if the majority of the people would normally do this or would think this yeah. is a good idea, let's do the opposite. And to your point. I, I think I'm right with you because I said this when I watched it the first time. Don't you feel like this is forced? Like Tiffany is forcing this. This ain't her character. She would have left that nigga if she was this mad. Fam, Tiffany was dumb as fuck the first two episodes, first two seasons. Like she was like a half nick, yeah. dumb, like, like she was faithful out of high to school. a nigga beating on her. She ain't put more than three words together. And now she's some super sexy, we Dylan smart. And, uh, yo, she could be all that, but this whole... I'm saying the, she's a, this is a different character. The discussions that she be having with this nigga over the last few episodes about Dante have been, like, downright disrespectful. Like, she ain't never talked this crazy to this nigga. And, like, she's sunning this nigga, dog. And, and not, like, I don't mean this to be disrespectful, yeah, yeah. but, like... Fuck so special about her that you think that you can't... Like, I don't get it. Fam. Like Emmett is literally it, it's not like that y'all wasn't I never got the impression that y'all was in so much love. Yeah. Y'all fucked and had a baby. And then y'all was stuck with each other. At a young age. You know what I'm saying? And not even stuck because you wasn't shit yeah, as a father. Yeah, you was trash till last year. Yeah. Nigga. So maybe it's a, your own guilt thing. You were trying to make up for bad bad shit. Cause you have four other where all the other baby mamas. And then you know what I hate? Cause like it's threads out there that are like, yo, the shy is turning into like, we're basically emasculating men. Right. That's it's, it's plenty of conversations happening out there. Like, yo, they making all the men on the show turn bitch basically. And in an effort to try to, and I'm air quoting empower the women. And I'm saying empower the women. Cause in a lot of the ways with Tiffany, for instance, you empowering her with sex, like, come on dog. To your point, Sam, she didn't build clearly. Wait, a, wait a minute, what's happening? So you mean in this on a, a, a program about the shy is empowering women in control of with sex? Because what net what Chirac was about? Man, giving but nobody women, wanted to go see it. Giving women all the power with Jesus Christ. Um, giving all the damn. Uh, giving all the power to women. Um, with sex and like you have power over the men because if you stop fucking them, they'll stop doing. Which I do it. Think it's Man. true. Yeah. And but it was disrespectful that you would that you would say, You mean to tell me that the, the gun violence in Chicago would stop if women stop like don't make this our fault? I'm just like, yeah. anyway. But it's I just I don't like that 
because when I see threads like that, like, yo, they emasculating the men on the show and in an effort to do this and that, when I see shit like that, I'll be like, in my mind, like, mm, I don't want to agree with that. Because this show started off as it was not about gender, sexuality. It wasn't about none of that shit. It was literally about, hey, we have these four characters, these four stories intertwined around this one tragedy. And now that we've gotten so far away from that, this is where we at. I just be like, I don't want to agree with that. But I'm starting to look at shit like, Jason Mitchell for it, though. Yo, Jason, it's like, man, I'm such a fan of Jason Mitchell, but I'm also so mad at that nigga. Because whatever you said or did that caused all of this, nigga, there was no create. The creative response was horrible. You want to talk to him? Oh, we can get that nigga on the phone. Like I'm for like no I'm dead ass we can get that nigga on the phone easy way. I know we can get that nigga he's still in Chicago yeah well you know he he doing work with yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah and once that yeah. fi- once that finish right here first no we we can absolutely try to try to link that and make that a thing because I think that's an easy call I don't think that's difficult at all to put together because I really want to talk to him like nigga shit I want to get him in studio yeah real life. And if we can get him on the fucking phone, I'll hold that bitch right here for an hour, nigga. Tell me something, bro. I'm fairly sure I can make that happen. Yeah. No, we need to we need to work on that because that's an interview that I absolutely feel like we have to put together. Cause there are some questions out there that um that need to be answered, dog. But to the to the current characters on the shy, we'll starting with Emmett and Tiffany. I feel like we're just so fucking nigga, Emmett used to be the fucking wide-eyed hustling, I'm just trying to make it happen for me. Really, for me, he never really was trying to make it happen for his family and shit, but I'm just trying to do my thing. I'm young. I'm trying to get it together. I'm confident in everything. He almost had, like, a dumb confidence. And now it's just like, this nigga's sulking and sad and all. Remember, it was so... It was so lighthearted because this show is is extremely yeah, dark now. Extremely. Uh, I mean, they were selling gym shoes. You know, he was the gym shoe nigga. You know what I'm saying? Fam, the nigga. What happened to the sneaker collection? What happened to that? And where, I'm, I'm, where'd they get this house from that they in? I don't fucking know, man. Because it's a big ass house that they in now. Yeah. And then it goes from. <laughs> Emmett's, a, like, Emmett's 21 years old. The owner of a, a giant, of, of this restaurant. Like, he's made, like. Yeah, real quick, I just want to point this out as a fucking, uh, I don't know if this is like a, like a error or if they just don't care, <laughs> but on the scene where Papa and Kevin are standing in front of the barbecue spot and they on Papa's live or whatever yeah. for the podcast, Sonny's little chicken slogan is still right there on the window. Nigga, that's just say frying chicken since you was little, some shit, and I'm like, that bitch is right next to this, uh, Whatever they Smokey's barbecue sign. Oh, so they really in front of Sonny's. They in Chicago, dead in front of Sonny's. Probably something called Sonny's. They can't scrape that off the window because <laughs> that shit was right there, and I just it. I couldn't take my eye off it once I saw it. But um, so then, all right. So we see Emmett getting ahead. He hated. it. We see Tiffany getting ahead. She love it. She love it here, nigga. She never want to leave Dante House apparently. Um, and then we flip and we see Tracy waking up from last week's little voyeurism situation. Yo, that's wow. Like what about that? I don't think we we went into in depth in this. Like how real? Like that's that's a wild Fam, shit, right? The think about how many layers are right there. Let's 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 walk through it. The mayor of Chicago, the mayor of a major American city, approaches you saying basically, "I am defunding the police 
and reallocating the funds, and I want to give you a significant amount of that. I'm going to give you $5 million. $5 million. I also want to have sex with you. And then later in that same day, I fuck you. What? And then while me and you are in the process of coitus, we coitusing, my estranged wife, who's now my political advisor, walks in on us, sees us in the middle of coitusing, and sits down on the couch and says, I like to watch. And then, hold up, this is what got me, though, last week, because I rewatched the shit. Dude, I stopped and tried to put his shirt back that on. Nigga, fuck, that nigga was mad. Again. He was like, oh, my God, I can fucking candy ass. And then Tiffany is with it. And they then so what? much so that you slept the night. And you stayed there and woke up, and that nigga was at work. Marin. And she was still there watching. He was married. Did she watch y'all sleep? And then she fucking sitting there eating breakfast. Yeah, why Lena be making like her like we want to throw a social justice like thing in there? So it'd be so obvious. Candy say you can't leave yet. Protesters are still outside. I guess blue lives do matter. I was like, who wrote that? Like y'all niggas is so weird. Like literally, drum roll, please, dog. So Tracy woke up. She saw Candy eating breakfast. Candy told her, you can't go no fucking where. The building's surrounded by protesters. Blue Lives Matter. And Tracy, like, Candy was like, congratulations, you fucked the mayor. And Tracy was like, well, what do I win? And she was like, do you even know what you want? Nigga, like, because why did you do that? Because that nigga offered you $5 million before he got some pussy. And then you still said, can I come home with you? Can I have a nightcap with you? And you fucked this. Now you're literally in position to be ruined. Your organization was around your son being killed and you trying to put together some shit for people in the community who have been affected by gun violence. And now your whole shit could be blown up because you didn't fuck the mayor of Chicago. I'm watching little Umar on my, on my doggy cam. I mean, you got to do that. You got to check on him, dog. But, like, imagine that. Like, nigga... We fucking now. This nigga going to prison. I'm finna give you $5 million. This nigga about to go to prison. Well, here's the thing. He going to prison and now so are you. You can't go. Nigga can't. The mayor can't give you $5 million. I mean, we just had a mayor do this. <laughs> I'm not going into that, dog. You can't hey, do that, man. You can't do that, dog. Hey, did you watch Kwame uh, preach yesterday? I 100% did. I was moved. I watched him at the Little Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Amazing, dog. I actually wanted to go down there, but I didn't think about it till like way later it was in amazing. the afternoon. Did you, did you watch? I have not watched it yet. I'm, I'm literally. It's. I found it on YouTube. It's on there. So I watched it streaming live, but as yeah. soon as it was over, they made that shit private. Mm. Um, and I, I was trying to down because I have a a, a, a ripper. Yeah, and they made that shit private. So there's a couple like bad quality ones out there. Got you. And I'm almost certain the one that I found on YouTube is not of the greatest quality. I can say that now, but let me see if I, if that's saved. Cause I for sure found it earlier today and was like, yeah, I got to watch this later. See what Kwame was talking about. Oh man. I swear though. Uh, and he, he, he preached at two different churches actually. How um, long was he up? Do you remember? Uh, he's probably up there about 25 minutes. Or okay. So. I got the one I got is fifteen ten. 15 minutes, 10 seconds. So it's probably like most of what he talking about. Um, but yeah, man, I want to watch it. I want to see how that goes. I'm glad to hear that, you know, it, it, it was good. Um, and congrats to him. He getting married, man. He didn't, he didn't find him a new queen. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to go through your queen his, uh, to get to your queen article. And he was like, um, he's, not, he's like, 
don't, I don't want to do no politics. Like I can't see myself doing nothing other than bringing other people um, to the Lord. Love it. Um, Love and it. I, I came from, I mean, he's always been a good talker. He's an, what's an orator? Yeah. Orator? When he yeah. was sharing his, hey, listen, if it's game, game me up. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. was gamed up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anywho. Salute to Kwame, man. Um, but you can't give the person you smashing $5 million. No, no, no. That's not a While thing. defunding the police. Yeah, you. that is not how politics work. Let me just tell you right now, buddy, that won't go smooth. Um, Lori Lightfoot is turning in her grave. Lori Lightfoot is literally at the park two-stepping. She was out there jamming in a linen suit last weekend, nigga, like going crazy. I'm like, girl, if you don't go mayor, go fucking mayor, nigga. Um, somebody need to taper Lori up. ASAP. I'm not digging the fro, nigga. All right. Shire looking like CP. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to let that one go. I'm going to leave that one right along, dog. Um, all right. So then we go to Kevin Crib. It's Kevin, Nina, or not they crib, they therapy session. Kevin, Nina, and Dre in therapy. Off top, did you feel like Dre needed to be there? I get it as the spouse, but I'm like, his issue started before you existed. Yeah, I mean, that's I guess a it's, weird. I guess since it's a family session. But then to that point, family. Keisha wasn't there and they even brought Keisha up and her trauma, her traumatic experience. So then I was like, well, why isn't she here? Because definitely feel like she should be here if this is to make sure that everybody's trauma is acknowledged. But Kevin, Nina and Dre go to the therapist. And. Nina said flat out, he has a drinking problem. To which Dre responded, that runs in a family. <laughs> to which Nina responded, it run in your family too. <laughs> to which Aunt responded, nigga, she not related to y'all, nigga. She is not Kevin Blood relative. That is your family issue, nigga. I mean, I want the record to reflect that Nina. Mm-hmm. Is a horrible fucking mother. Oh man, did you see the poll they put together? And uh, it was on the Facebook a couple weeks ago. Who's worse, her or Tasha? Nina. Nina is trying to beat Tasha in my mind right now. She says he has a drinking problem, but of course he doesn't think he has a drinking problem, nigga. If your fourteen year old is drinking, there's a That's problem. A problem, nigga. There is no. I'm thinking. No. What? No. I am 14 and I'm drinking alcohol. That is a problem. That is one of the more problematic things that I could be doing right now. <laughs> um, but then what I also thought about when Dre was like, you, it runs in a family and Nina was like, it runs in your family too. I thought about it and I said, yo, we've seen Nina. This is now four seasons in. She's been their mother. Never saw her have a drinking problem. Never saw Keisha, the older sibling, have a drinking problem. Didn't hear anything about their dad having a drinking problem. Ain't that how he died or something, though? No, he just had a heart attack before he was about to take them to dinner. And he died from that. But Kevin's issue with the dad was that he wasn't with the mom. Wasn't he like, did he get drunk and used to beat her or some shit? No, she was just, she was a lesbian. They wasn't together no more. And Kevin didn't like that he didn't have a relationship with their mom. But Keisha loved their dad. She was with him. She was finna go to dinner with him when he had the heart attack. So nobody ever had a drinking problem. So where the fuck did this come from <laughs> that her family shit? Well, you know, they like to throw that black shit out there. 
and that's the, the, the black tropes. That was literally trope number one in the episode. I was like, really? We just throwing it out there? Oh, his whole side of family got a drinking problem. Like, come on, bro. Really? We've never seen this in the history of these characters. And all of a sudden, it's a drinking problem. So then they keep talking. And uh, they was like, yo, we've been there for him. But between trying to find a family for Keisha's baby and between Dre and Nina not being on good terms. And I was like, when the fuck did y'all not get on good terms to well, the point that we need to talk about it in therapy? Is what they were him. They only her, been together a year. The The bad terms is Dre lying to be with old girl to be with Jada, yeah, at, uh, and that's at been chemo. an issue because I feel like you've been blowing me off and not being around when I'm supposed to. That's what that's about. That it, the way it's it was weak, presented, it sounded a, really long term problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I see you. I see you. Um. So then Kevin was like, "Look, I feel like they ain't give me no space. They all over me. I don't like that shit. I feel smothered, nigga." And Nina finally says her motherfucking realest shit she's ever said, nigga. After Keisha got kidnapped. I'm I'm paranoid, nigga. I am I got PTSD for my kids. Every time y'all leave the house, I'm worried. Concerned. I get that. I get that. My nigga, a man tried to get didn't Ronnie try to get you? Fam, Ronnie tried to fuck Kevin up. Which do I'm they like, know he, that, do they know? No, he never spoke about that. Only person I knew about that was Brandon. Yeah. So a man tried to abduct you. You shot him. You know we don't almost know about killed that. him. A man tried to abduct you. Yeah. You didn't got beat up by the police. Your sister didn't got abducted. We do know that you saw Coogie get killed. Yeah, like, nigga. You've been through a lot. As your parent. I'm worried about you. My concern is very fucking paramount, nigga. Like, and it's it's welcome, nigga. Like, you should be welcoming my concern, bro. But it feels overwhelming because I never showed concern about you before. Mm. I was so, mm. apparently... Um, running through different women, <laughs> I was my so worries, worried about nigga. worried about my 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 companionship. Yeah, that I have not been a good parent so much since so the first season. Your daughter was sneaking the fuck out, fucking a grown man. She was fucking a grown man. She was fucking Emmett, nigga. When her daddy died, she was trying to fuck Emmett on some. Uh, I'm depressed, sex, nigga. <laughs> Yo, this cacti shit ain't that bad. The more I drink it, it ain't great. But I think the 7% alcohol, most of these shits is like five, nigga. That seven is making me aight. Um, so then she was just like, look, Kevin, I'm worried you're going to be found in the ditch dead. Like, my fault for worrying about my child who's been through some traumatic shit, whose sister just went through some traumatic shit. My bad, nigga. I'm trying not to worry, but I can't help because I'm your parent. And so the, the compromise was, yo, can we trust... That you'll do your schoolwork, handle your business, come home at a decent hour without us having to ask you. And Kevin was like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Nigga, you just got drunk and high. He was literally last drunk week. And high. You 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 was out here moving like me every day of my life. Because I've been drunk and high for a lot of days, nigga. So it was like, all right. They came to that conclusion. The therapist got him there. Cool. That's what Kevin's gonna do. But I'm, it I'm just so flabbergasted. Of all the choice <laughs> that's going on in this house, yo. Not saying that like no, no, no. But it's it's a reason. Here's the thing. I know a lot of old school parenting gets shunned and frowned upon, but certain shit is the reason why it happened. Because nigga, let me tell you what you're not walking in this house doing at 14, nigga. I gotta ask my my child to do their homework and not drink. I gotta 
ask my ask. No, my you gotta ask. Fourteen year old kid to come home for dinner? Man. That's not that's not man. a request. Man. That's an expectation. Like, do you niggas know what happened when the street lights came on, nigga? Nigga, you live in Chicago. Fam. Fam. On the south side. And guess what? Cause y'all the kids your age is who shooting. Other than school, why would you not be on the south side? Not you go the, to the north side for school. You're not on the basketball team, my nigga. <laughs> like, you don't play a sport. <laughs> you, you look dusty. <laughs> you're not athletic. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even about to waste time finding that shit right now. But no, nigga, it's like, Kevin, other than going to the north side for school, why are you not at home? Most of your friends... Papa still goes to your old school, which is on this side of town. Papa got him a girl. He not, he, he not hanging out Papa, with you. Nigga, Papa got a girl and a job. Y'all aren't hanging. Jake ain't fucking with you right now. Why don't y'all work at the pizza place no more? Well, Jake like shit. That nigga, my dad, I don't need to work there no more, nigga. I you get and Jake ain't nigga. friends somehow. For, for some reason, I don't know why y'all beefed out. Fam, like, he mad because you ain't beat up the cop. Because even, like, when I rewatched that first episode and Jake was in the hospital yelling at the nigga, he was like... Kevin was like, what did you want me to do? He was like, nigga, at least film it. He was like, my issue was doing that. Like, nigga. And, nigga. I, I got beat up, too. I pulled out my ID, and the nigga pulled his gun on me, bro. <laughs> like, I wasn't pulling my phone to film. I was on the ground with you. You got stomped out, but I was literally on my ground, on the ground with you, bro. Like, sorry, nigga. But we also got to remember, these are kids. They irrational. They don't make a lot no, of sense. No, that's poor, right? You, y'all should have gave me something other to, to drive away. Something a little more that. believable. Y'all spend a lot of time setting up this this es- sex romance, especially when it's just me and Jake at the school. Our common ground, Papa, still goes to the old high school, the one in the hood. It's just me and him. We're two of three black kids at this motherfucker who are actually from the hood. Well, no, nah, uh, Jim ain't from the hood. Yeah, it's two. Yeah, yeah, it, we're the only two niggas over here from the hood, and we here. I'm here because I'm smart. He here because his uh, adopted daddy is rich. It was one kid. He, who's not Malcolm? Yeah, yeah. They got rid of him. It was funny because they mentioned him last week when they was like, "Where's Kevin been?" Probably with Malcolm. Oh, they friends again? And then that was it. We'll never see Malcolm ever again. Malcolm died. We don't even know it. Malcolm got shot on the south side. Um, but anyway, speaking of fucking Jake and all them niggas, so we see Jake apologizing to Gemma. They sitting in the office. He like, "Yo, my bad. I got you in trouble doing that interview with you." And she was like, no, that's trash. Like, the you the kid that got beat up by the cops, and then we get in trouble for you talking about it at school. She did it for her little BAM show, whatever that shit stood for. I forgot the acronym. Like Black Action Network or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, bitch-ass motherfucking niggas. Um, bitch-ass niggas. Yeah, like, so they in the office, and then Dudot comes out of the office. He was in there to talk to the principal. He made sure they ain't get suspended for that it. That was the most mayoral he, he's been. Yeah, that nigga was like, hey. Y'all lucky y'all ain't get suspended, but I'm here. I got y'all back. But the principal was like, in turn, your show is suspended. In the meanwhile, she was like, nigga, how long? He was like, till all the shit with the cops blow over. So then they was like, so the shit suspended till racism ends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Valid point. Bro. That was actually funny, and I laughed. Um, and they was like, yo, nigga, it is what it is. Why she like Frederick Douglass? Yo, her part is getting wider and wider, and I don't like it. Like, what's the point of that? I don't like it. And it's like double braided. It's like two braids instead of a part. Just part it. Just, eh. I don't like, braid your whole head. Or rock the whole fro. Braid my hair. <laughs> Come on in. Mario had a fucking hit, by the way. 
Anyway, so then this is where we get to shit getting weird. Nuck walked the girl Trinity to the store. Trinity is the girl he took to get her hair done by Imani last week. Um, that Imani got all in her feelings like, oh shit, she in there. It's a trap house with abducted girls in there, whatever, whatever. So when they go to the store, Nuck handed her some money, Trinity went inside, and then Imani came around one of the aisles and was like, look, I already put a basket of stuff together for you. Take this. And then she was like, oh, I got you a burner phone too. Call me if you need something. And Trinity was like, yo, I could run away tonight. Meet me at the corner of 69th and whatever, whatever. And Imani was like, bet, do you got somewhere to stay? First of all, why you ain't letting her stay with you? You so fucking concerned. She was like, my girl I was going to stay with, her nigga don't want no girl staying there. So, which I'm like. I never heard no shit like that. that. It, it, when I rewound it and read the captions, I was like, really? Her nigga said that? But I was like, all right, whatever. You know shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 166. <laughs> I'm fucking out. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, Yo, sorry. that okay. was fucking funny, dog. <laughs> One hour forty three minutes. I'm Holy shit! I made that shit out. Yo, I don't want no. I don't want that. Was no, because I don't even know if niggas is going to catch it. Because you got to be tuned in to catch that. That was fucking wild. Oh, <laughs> I just don't see a nigga turning that shit down. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, what you do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going down the rabbit hole, dog. You know how we do. We could die. Oh shit! A five minute. That was wild. Oh shit! That was a cut like a motherfucking dog. Oh shit! So anyway, she was like, "Yo, I'm meet you on the block. We'll figure out a place for you to stay. I'm gonna pick you up tonight at six o'clock." Oh girl was like, "Bet." She went and paid for her shit. Whole time, knuck outside. Now, mind you. They watching him on the camera. They yeah, they looking at him, making sure he stay outside. So apparently, because I'm peeped this whole shit, because it it felt stupid to me. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Amani went in there, had all the groceries and stuff already ready. So when she came in, they can talk for however long it takes for you to pick all these items up. And she's watching Nuck on the camera to make sure he stays outside. So mm-hmm. if you to, so she can then leave out like, oh, see, I wasn't here picking up all this shit. I'm like, that's not a bad plan. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. when we was introduced to you, I just seen you up the strap on two to three different at two to three different times. Why are you so defenseless now? And why all of a sudden you care? Fam. I couldn't even get y'all to care when I told you my sister was in that motherfucker. I said it like literally. I said Keisha in there and I had to beg y'all to go. I said, I know she in there. They they got women up in there. It's a fucking uh trafficking house. Nigga, if the if the at the time the eighth graders know about it, nigga, y'all know about it too. And the response when Kevin told them that last season was quite literally, nigga, we ain't going up in that motherfucker. Like, nigga. Wasn't they both in the front seat? Yes. Yeah. That nigga begged them to go. And nigga Trig, rightfully so, said, nigga, that ain't my fucking business what they doing in that bitch. Which he's been telling Imani, but yeah, she ain't listening. So she trying to fucking captain save him. My thing is, as we brought up last week, and somebody tried to argue me, because clearly they ain't watched season three when they try to argue this with me. Don't try to argue shit with me, because I don't say shit I can't prove. 
My nigga, they literally, somebody told me that wasn't Nuck House they ran up in last year. Yes, the fuck it was. All right, well, Nuck was in that motherfucker. Fam, that's the, Kevin didn't tell them go to this house that I've never fucking been suspicious about. He said go to Nuck House, the nigga that pulled the gun on me who wouldn't let me in the house to look for Keisha because I know they're keeping women up in there. That's where they went last year, dog. Stop telling me shit. I watched these shits like Remember, 50 we, times. We made shit. a joke about it because it was like, hey, Nuck, they got us. <laughs> <Dog>. <laughs> like what? Like them niggas walked in with guns, made everyone come downstairs, and then went upstairs and nobody... Downstairs had a gun out when the niggas came back. Hey guys, come on out, man. They got us. <laughs> what? They was like, oh man, these guys. And then they sat calmly in the living room and waited on them to search upstairs, dog. Like, what come the fuck? On, All right, man. So then um Keisha went to uh Octavia's job. Octavia is Tabitha Brown. Um, ain't that her name? Tabitha Brown. Yeah, Tabitha. Yeah, she went to her her job, went to go see her. She wanted to Oh, no, no, no. Before she went to go see her. She had some other potential parents come by. That's what it was. This is why I think this show was intentionally evil. Mm. Like, they made it seem like these two people were so wildly evil because they were Christians. They wanted their kids to love God, and they loved God, and they taught their kids about God. Like, that's wrong. That's wild. But that's it's oh, wild. So this show is promoting open marriages. Um this show's promoting a whole bunch of stuff, but the moment that you bring up God and a yeah. family raising their children as Christians, it's ain't no way I'm gonna have my kids around them. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Like, like in real, that's where we at. But we softened up to the. We can accept. Estr- we, no, no, no. Hold up, hold up. Because specifically to Octavia, we softened up to the currently separated, estranged wife who couldn't have kids who husband and her are in the process of divorce who lives alone who works long hours who works long hours and who lied directly to me about her situation to try to get a kid what i really cool with that in 20 in 2021 everyone is expected to accept any and everything except christ and that's mm. really wild. Mm. Any any idea that i have in my head or any yeah, new thing yeah. you accept it this is what it is. That's just boom. But if you try to accept Christ, yeah, you oh, know what be the oh, funniest. No. You know what be the funniest about niggas who like hate Christianity and hate the Lord and hate Christ and all that. A lot of these niggas be having Bible verses, crosses, Jesus tat, like all that tattooed on them, like it be in their skin. But let's that be, re- they be wearing cross chains. If we want to get real, it's just that you lack the the, the discipline to do it. So you. Yeah. Don't recognize or find that fault in yourself. I'd rather just condemn the whole institution because I, I feel better. Me not being able to do this thing, it's not something wrong with me. It's something wrong with the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this all, man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, church ain't nothing but a fashion man. show. Ain't like all these little one-liners that it's, y'all come up with. It's a meme going around right now that it's funny how many niggas laugh at it. And I get it. I'm with the jokes. Y'all know me and Jay. We always with the jokes. We love a good sense of humor. But it do be some hidden shit behind it, some hidden seriousness behind some of this shit. It's a meme going around that says, y'all replaced church with brunch. And I don't like that. And everybody laughing, cracking the fuck up. Ha, 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 ha. No, nigga, real talk. And here's the thing. You know what? You know why that's a fact? Why? Because the church is filled with women. Mm-hmm. Black women. When we, when we wreck around, so we talking about black church. And the, the church, the black church has always been filled with women. And guess who's at the brunches? Mm. 
the women. Mm. You know what was funny too? Um, kind of going back to a combo we had earlier in the show. That's a bar. When I was talking about uh, watching the latest, well, one of the more recent episodes of Pose is going off now. Season series finale came on, but the one where um, Billy Porter's character went back home and they was in a church and all that. I had this combo last night when we was watching the episode. I said, "So funny how like dismissed." You were if you were gay in the church back in the day. But how that's like, so to your point, the majority of church is women and homosexual men right now. That is literally the majority of the people in church right now. Real talk. It's been that way. But it's like, but now they're open. You know what I'm saying? And the reason they weren't out about it back in the day was because the homosexual men, no, you were getting the homosexual men and women in church. They can be out about it now. But back in the day, you were getting fucking dismissed from the church. We ain't want you here. You were evil. And now it's like. Because, because like we was holding you accountable to the, to, to, to the actual book that we all here reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's that like, well, I know. What this actually it don't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a but it's wrong. just it's it's a wild it's a wild thing to think about. So it was funny that the parents that she interviewed, the adoptive parents or potential adoptive parents who have three other adopted children already, like nigga, proven that we can do this. I wonder what a young mind thinks when they watching this show, man. From all the things that they we gonna get into all the things and yeah. all the themes that they've they've they've, they've, they've positioned and Man. the children having sex, the children making love making motions yeah. and, and 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 here's 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 something. doing the, the children doing drugs like drinking, like you making this normal. We're making Christian parents who had so here was the thing. Here's here's why I had an issue with this scene. Right. So again, going back to Octavia Tabitha's character. She's had some problems having children before. Her and her husband are in the process of divorce. They're currently separated. She living at the house. He gone. He came over to help try to make the lie up. Didn't work. Keisha figured it out. Cool. Not saying that makes her a potential bad mother. Right. But when you look at the two parents who are happily married, raising their kids under God, who have also had um, problems delivering a baby healthy, what well, they got like three or, children? Or, yeah, now? yeah, they have three adopted children now. Clearly, and the said, process has been working. The process is working so much then, so that they keep giving us more kids. And then when she asks, "How many do y'all plan on adopting?" Well, we're hoping to make yours the fourth, and that's it. We we would like to be Did done. You with know four. that there was a monetary cost to adopt children. Mm-hmm. Like it's like sixteen grand or some shit yeah, to get no, this started. It's a process. Why it do is you a think process. that is? I don't know. Like, why and, would I have to pay money to? Who do the money go to? Well. It makes me think, okay, so if you're going to take away whatever money the state gets from having these children in the foster system, you got to pay. Pay gotta, who? I don't know who it go to. I don't know where that money goes. I just, somebody mentioned this shit. I was on the thread somewhere. And yeah. It was like, it's, it's so, it costs so much money to adopt a child. And I was like, I never thought about it, but like, who are you paying? Mm-hmm. Like, where does that money go? And maybe more children will be adopted if I didn't have to be. I don't if I don't have an extra sixteen grand lying around. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just not. I'm not so that like the, I'm purchasing a kid. Yeah, which is wild. But it's the same. Like if you got a fucking uh, the fucking adopt a pet shit, they be like adopt this pet, adopt this pet, and you still probably end up coming out like two hundred dollars. Like nigga, I came here to get it. Y'all found this nigga. <laughs> Y'all found the pet. <laughs> 
Y'all told me on Crime and the D to come get the little nigga. You said rescue. That yeah, person. Like, I didn't, <laughs> if I was going to buy I, I, went to, I literally would have went to PetSmart if I was going to buy a nigga. Damn. Um, no, but on, on the adopted tip, I just feel like the proven adoptive parents who have three children that they're raising in a Christian household, I might not be so dismissive of them as weirdos. Name tag tag it in. Say y'all recorded a new episode yet? I wonder if he got a note. I just oh, told him. Tell him uh, send it through. Tell him send it through. I told you, that's what I had Mach do last week when we was recording. Just send it through. We'll get to all that shit. If it come up when we recording, we get into it. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, I didn't necessarily love that she immediately hated them for being Christian and being like overtly positive. Cause it's just like Okay, think about this, Jay. We're not we're not women, so we can't be in Keisha's shoes. But I can if I identify. I mean, if you identify as one, cool. <laughs> I mean, Amani is. Hey, hey, if like no, 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 just real for proper talk. context, right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm Amani is a woman on the show because but the only my point that I'm about to make <laughs> is biological. Okay, because we can't get pregnant. Gotcha. Well, but I, oh, yeah, I mean, well, oh, hey, if you, have you have you have you seen this? I've thing seen that, it all. I know exactly where you had oh, it. Yeah, shit. I know exactly where you had it. But oh, shit. if I imagine someone who's been kidnapped, raped repeatedly and then impregnated by their rapist. Might not be so. Turned off by a christian two-parent household who's adopted three other children before like that's just my imagination yeah so it just, i think that's why it felt like such a stretch that she had so much like Ugh. like i don't she says something to the fact i don't want to be a slave or some shit like that no you need some rules and you need yeah. some boundaries because was, you, look at your family it your family weird. is a mess it was weird everything about your immediate family is an absolute it's mess terrible you and your little your little brother is off the fucking rocker right now. Your brother, because once he realized next dad, week that Jake you kissed his girl, yo, real quick, talking about next week, they did what I said I wanted them to do, and I'm happy about it. We get into that beginning part, episode five. I'm so glad they aren't dragging this to the finale, dog. I'm fairly sure episode five is gonna be the best episode of the season. Hey, the, 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 it typically is. The scene with Emmett and his mom for next week, yeah, that shit was perfect. Yeah, and. I just when em, y'all think Emmett been a fucking dope fiend drunk now, when that nigga see Jake kissing his girl dog, oh the liquor's coming out, nigga. The blicky may come out, nigga. Bottle, <laughs> hey, cause he know when to shoot a nigga, dog. Ask Ronnie, nigga. Um. So anyway, we got Gemma speaking of that whole little trio. Gemma want to do. You said speaking of that whole. Yeah, no, no, no. Speaking nigga. of the whole trio, man. Uh, Kevin, Gemma, and Jake. Gemma want to stage a walkout protest. She want to walk out of class in protest of her show getting canceled over Jake's comments. It's pretty self-serving, isn't it? It's extremely self-serving, but who's it serving? Her and Jake, and that's it. So when she staged this shit or discusses staging this shit, Kevin was resistant. He was like, yo, I feel y'all, and I definitely want to support y'all, but I can't walk. I just left therapy promising my parents I'm going to do better. I can't walk out of class, dog. And 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 Jake was in there spitting some. Not Jake. Uh, Kevin was spitting some facts. He was like, "Listen, man, I get it, Jake, but all these rich white, all these rich motherfuckers, we different. Yeah, they get kicked out. They cool. We don't got no backup plan at all. And then Gemma got offended. Like, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say your daddy's fucking rich, nigga. And facts. If, if, and all that fails, he's going to bail your ass out. Facts. I don't have somebody to bail me out of jail. 
But here's the wild part, though, what Kevin probably didn't realize was the only reason they wasn't suspended was because Jake's rich adopted pops came up in that bitch and said, I'm the mayor. Don't suspend my son. So Kevin not realizing, yo, I'm actually less of the a part of this. They gave a baby to the pizza man. It's fucking ridiculous. My nigga. My nigga. Like the pizza man? Man. Otis Perry? The pizza man? Yo, I'm still going to try Perry's Pizza in Royal Oak, by the way. I keep saying it, but I ain't been out there yet. Yo, uh, This Week in Culture uh, name tag just sent the note in. Oh, shit. I just seen it. Hold up. Voice note coming. Here we go. We about to play this middle of the pod. We're going to see what my dog name tag talking about. Anybody can get in, man. Send yeah. that shit to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Y'all know the fucking vibes, nigga. We are here. Shout out to name tag for sending us in. How many people can get on their favorite pod? <laughs> They're not, they not accepting voice notes from y'all. They're not reading y'all letters. they picking and choosing. they talking to their friends. You ever been on a JBP? Huh. <laughs> huh. huh. <laughs> you listen to that new worry I'm on? I got tired and fell asleep. They need a third mic. I felt like it was banter for like 15 minutes, yeah. and I was like, yo, where the pie at? Where... Let's talk. Let's yeah. talk. So I tapped out. But I might go. Hey, I'm gonna go back. First episode. I saw it's on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. And so first thing I said was I need this as a visual, like this episode. I don't know if every episode, but I need the visual for that to yeah, keep my WTF Studios. Yeah, yeah. And um, again, I just. I, I mean, it ain't no shop talk. I mean, shout out studio. to Shop Talk Podcast Studio here in Oak Park, prices, Michigan. Though, you know, what they I'm saying? doing I. They very similar. Reasonable. I'm still cheaper, but yeah. they very. And I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah." If this to go, but it lets you know what the market at. Yeah. So you know, if that bag go up on you niggas, when the price actually went up June first, don't be alarmed. It might go up July first, nigga. It went up. Fuck is you niggas talking about? Because rent go up. Rent nigga. went up June first. Fuck is y'all niggas talking about? <laughs> All right, man. Name tag. We about to see what you talking about, bro. Yo, what up, man? What up, Jay? This name tag, man. At this point. I'm really just watching this show just to keep up with y'all reviews of it. But, man, I, I think I figured it out. My theory on this show is that I think R. Kelly, because <laughs> I remember the last tweet that said, um, like, if R. Kelly could be on this show, Yo. he could. Yo. But, dog, I think he probably been ghostwriting some Bring of this show, like, while he been behind bars. <laughs> and that, that's all I got. This shit weird, dog. This shit just shit super weird. Yeah. <laughs> When a nigga start a sentence, yeah, I, I think, think R. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen. Yo, niggas say this shit like we have the best listeners. Yo, nigga. I love it. You know what though, man? It's always, and I'm I'm saying this to the listeners who I know exist because I see all comments. The ones who love this shit or who are like that wasn't that bad. Y'all write in or send voice notes because I want to hear other people's points. Not to critique. No, I'll be wanting to know. I want to know what it is that y'all are liking about it. I want to hear other people say, yo, nigga, I didn't think this was that bad. Or shit, more women because I know we say a lot about shit that's going on with women in this show. Y'all talk to us. Let us know what y'all think about it because I never want to speak or sound like I'm speaking for somebody and I never want me and Jay's opinion to be the only one heard on this podcast, man. So I mean, it's our podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's our shit and if you write in and say some bullshit, it may not make it to the air, but I'll put it on. No, we'll put it on, but then we also have the power to cuss you out and never play your response. So it's kind of dope that we live in this driver's seat, but write in, man. Send your voice notes. Let us know what y'all thinking if you love it because 
I've and I've said this since last year when season three sort of took us for a loop that we weren't expecting. We didn't realize how drastic of a shift we was finna get with this show. I don't like getting up here and talking down on this show every week, bro. Because they're not gonna hire us. That's <laughs> fam. Do y'all know I want to make money with Lena and them, like and Issa and them. Like they're not gonna like they're not gonna give us the pod to talk about like bro the shy if we and this bitch talking about the shy like we talking about the shy. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like yo I want like uh, I'm not tagging y'all and I want <laughs> fam do y'all notice that I don't tag I tag show the shy because I know that nigga at Showtime is never putting us on. But if I tag Lena enough, she might listen. I don't want her to hear us talking bad about this shit. Like Swiss beats and shit. Yeah, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, Swiss, you my nigga. I just want to point that out. I'm going to tag Swiss so he hear that part <laughs> where I say, Swiss, you my nigga. Um, but no, nah, man, we, we want to take this podcast to a much larger platform. And granted, we'll create a much larger platform with this shit with continued fucking pods every week. We're going to do what we've been doing. Man, I sold four pair of shoes uh, this weekend Dope. so I can buy some equipment. Mm. Uh, well, to buy a, a redundant piece of equipment so we can get the visuals yeah. out here. Here's the thing, man. I sold drugs this weekend, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so we can buy... <laughs> so we can buy four pair of shoes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've been oh, UPS man. so many times. Yo, my shit been selling quick, nigga. Yeah, I um, I'm talking about. I put two up on Saturday. Yeah, and an hour later, both was gone. Yeah, I um, I've been on uh, I've been on Grail going crazy with used items. Oh, um, so I'm the I'm the Grail king, nigga. Because you, you know, goat do some used shit. Which one you get a better? So, Grail, the difference in percentages and fees. You'll probably make a couple dollars more on Grail. It's not significant. I'm at 9.5%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grail grabs with all they shit. So where Grail picks it up, their fee percentage isn't as high. Where they pick it up, you pay for shipping. Nah, I'm straight. So, but here's here's the the caveat, right? Shipping don't really cost that much. Like Nigga, you getting snail mail. Oh yeah, I go to USPS for grilled everything. But no, no it's gonna be a nigga on a and the DoorDash is bringing yeah. your shit on, on, on <laughs> so a bicycle. So that, but here's where I love grilled because you get your money as soon as you put in your tracking number. Okay, come straight to your PayPal as soon as you hit submit tracking. Your number, your money is in your PayPal. Ain't no week, ain't no two weeks, ain't no delay. Your shit is in there and it's yours. I got a nigga waiting on some shoes in Canada right now who I told, hey. That shipping over the border, like, it's going to take a while, bro. He's been waiting on these shoes since May. It don't matter because I already have my money, nigga. Take, he hit me up like, yo, do you know why it's taking so long? I said, <laughs> don't care. I nigga. said, call the post office because I have my money, nigga. You paid $400 for the bitches. Bye. Uh, but I got my seller rating up on um on GOAT. I'm like yeah. 100 and my rating is 102. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get up to 150. Yeah, though, so. yeah. I'm, my seller rating is right around 105 on GOAT. Um, I have a perfect five on grill. Well, key, I just I just shipped out two today, so yeah. that shit should go to like one oh six. Yeah, I got you by one point, my nigga. Yeah, so nigga. <laughs> I mean, I'm perfect on grill though, nigga. I got a perfect five, nigga. Um, but no, so grilled is what I use to get off my used items though, because it's nigga. It's e. I be selling these hats, nigga. This hat will be sold in like another month. Oh my nigga, for a hundred dollars. Uh, I bought this bitch for forty five. Secured. Mm. It's an app. I went to to stop losing sneaker yeah, yeah, raffles yeah. and shit. <laughs> but it's everything on there. Mm. I mean, I got a bot for um for uh Yeah, you were saying that, yeah. I got a bot that work on um Supreme. 
dope. 100% of the time. Which is. On Kith. No, that's real. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because these like, are sites that's really notoriously sold out, nigga. Yeah. And, um, yo, I just bought a Supreme umbrella that I'm really happy about to purchase. And I didn't, why did I buy this? No oh, clue. This, uh, this secure shit is, it's, 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 it's it? a lot of shit in there. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, we gonna, we gonna wrap. We gonna wrap a taste. All right. So look, this is where the episode kind of went. It went back left. So we started off left with the whole, them niggas getting hit, Eminem and Tiffany getting hit. Then it was like, all right, we kind of got some straightening, nigga, a little straightening. And then it's where we went back left. Tiffany and Keisha eating lunch or eating dinner at the at the spot. Why are y'all friends now, nigga? <laughs> like, this level friends that y'all... Because I get why Emmett talks to, to Keisha, because he always talked to Keisha. She was his level-headed... Keisha's really that nigga's, like... Who he should be with. She's the best actress on the show. Also facts. It used um, to be Kevin. Remember when Kevin was acting? Man. But no, y'all man. Look how look how look man. how much the writing and directing. And the material and affects the actor. How good. Cause Kevin and Man, you remember when when Brandon was cutting his hair and he dropped that tear? Well, they were sitting and then just wrapped that towel just, up around his face and cried. If y'all can man. go back and listen to the reviews of the first and second seasons of the shy. It was different. We were so Shit happy. Yo, come listen to this showtime. It was different. Dog. We giving y'all so much praise. Y'all mm-hmm. doing a great job acting. Writing is superb. Yo, shout out to Dame. He brought this up a couple weeks ago. I meant to say it last week. Um, Power, Empire, and The Shy. Yeah. He said three shows that had a spark when they started, but now they just garbage. And I thought about it when he said that, and I was like, yo, I never watched Empire. I, I've said that a million times. I watched the first five minutes of episode one when Terrence Howard put young Jesse Smollett in the trash can, and I never watched another minute of that show. Because I, I knew Empire was going to turn into what y'all told me it turned into by season three. I knew it early. But on some rankum shit, best or worst, Power, Empire, to Shy. Power, Shy, Empower. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going Empire was going to be third for me regardless because I never watched it. Now, if The Shy was like season one and season two for four seasons, I'm throwing that shit up. Oh, that's beating power. Now. You know what I'm saying? But, but it if, just it couldn't sustain it. Dog. Again, if power wouldn't have got rid of the original writers, now the original writing team, well, one of the head writers from the writing team is writing the BMF shit. So yeah. I'm, I'm tuned in because... Uh, Reggie's a part. Of, I, I'm I'm tuned in because of the writing. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a major key. Yeah, I'm um, I'm very. I love the shy. Through seasons one and two. Season three caught us off guard because we didn't expect all the shit that happened to happen, and then you know what? Thinking back on season three on the finale when Ronnie get killed, right? Like. I felt like they were starting to go in an okay direction. Like it, season three picked up the pace a bit toward that second half. Um, and by the finale, when Ronnie got killed, I was like, oh shit, we low key might be back. They, they was trying to introduce a lot of new shit, new characters, new angles, da da da. But now they figured it out. And then season four, it's like, yo, y'all just kind of all over the place. It still suffers from lack of direction. And that's where I think ultimately we kind of running into all these issues with the show. It don't know what it, what is it about, nigga? Because right now it's like, is this shit about open marriage? Is this shit about. I think it's just accomplishing the goal that's set out to be. Yeah. The I'm, current, this season, because yeah. it's the anti, it's the anti everything. Yeah. It's like, yo. Anything that I can disrupt 
there's anything that's we giving you open marriage, we giving you uh sex trafficking, we giving you relationship problems, we giving you cancer, we giving you black women not being taken seriously in the hospital. We giving you the police are evil. Police, oh man, black lives matter and blue lives matter. And we giving you nigga Gemma told Kevin, "Oh, so you don't want to be a part of the revolution?" Nigga, what is happening? That nigga said, this not a revolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real shit Kevin said all year, dog. And that nigga said, um, this ain't the revolution, nigga. And she's three like, of you niggas. Fam. <laughs> and y'all dismissing the white girl. Dakota really than all you niggas. Why the fuck is Jake so gun-ho all of a sudden? Fam. I mean, you hated Gemma, though. We seen this coming. We knew it was coming, but you hated Gemma. Because he loved her. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah. Anyway, um, so Tiffany and Keisha, they have to, have to, <laughs> but quickly she finds out the thug nigga don't oh, yeah. really give a fuck. Yo, Jake said, yo, goofy ass lid is, <laughs> <laughs> you thought, you, you thought that's what you wanted, huh? Yo, she said, well, what are we supposed to do? That nigga said, fuck you mean? She was like, we kissed. That nigga said, you, you kissed kiss me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Jake said, bitch, you from 63rd. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That nigga said, Gemma, where you going? Home. That nigga said, yo, goofy ass live this way. How you know where she live? <laughs> they all rich. And I don't know. My daddy, your daddy worked for my daddy, nigga. Fuck it. Uh, why everybody only eat at uh, Smokey's Barbecue, nigga? <laughs> the niggas got the contract with the shy, dog. Like, listen, Smokey's got to be y'all a real niggas spot. Can, y'all, can, y'all can film here for free, but you yeah. better put my logo in every one of these Nigga. So they up in there. Keisha and Tiffany, they eating, they talking, ha ha ha. They t- Tiffany basically telling Keisha, you doing the right thing by making your kid or having your kid adopted because this parenting shit is hard. It's difficult. You don't, you don't want to do that. And it was kind of weird because, I again, I didn't like her saying it. Like, Keisha was like, yo, where is EJ right now? Nigga, Tiffany was like, um, with my mama, with Emma mama, I don't know, with somebody mama. It was just mad irresponsible how they played this whole scene. And she was like, I want somebody who's successfully, I want somebody who's successfully raised a child from having like, being like a teenage mother to be talking to Keisha right now. I don't want Tiffany to be the one giving Keisha advice on how hard parenting is. Would you give me my, give me your kids? Hell no. Fam, she literally said, where's EJ right now? My mama house, uh, Emmett mama house, somebody mama house. And I this don't know. is better than the people who want to raise their child up in the faith. Man, man, you listening to her, but they was a problem. Come on, dog. But anyway, I'm not saying that everybody needs to be a Christian or do whatever, but like, that's the worst thing. And here's the thing. I'm also not saying that I'm not aware that there are holy rollers out here who are Mm -hmm. overtly religious and who don't give you anything other than religion, religion. They push it down your throat and those people can be annoying. I get it. But also what's fucked up is when someone gives you nothing and lets you fend for yourself and you end up with what's their last name? Man, what's Kevin? What the nigga's uh, last name? Uh, shit, I don't even know, nigga. Whatever Do they, they got a last name. Whatever yeah. they last they family last name. Yeah. Is. It's all it's all fucked. It's all fucked it's up. It's fucked up, man. But while they talking, Tiffany telling her, "Yo, this parenting shit is hard. You don't need to do that. You're doing the right thing by making your kid, adopting your kid, whatever, whatever." And then she was like, "Me and Emmett going through it." She was like, "Damn, what y'all doing, girl? What's going on? Y'all having problems?" She was like. We trying, trying something, something new. new. 
She was like, like what? No, nigga, this is the oldest profession. Fam, nigga. <laughs> this is yeah. the oldest. Y'all, y'all trying cheating, nigga. That's all y'all doing. She what's was the, like, what's the point? Of an open marriage. What's the point? Like, is Fam. this motherfucker, does she give you the, the conversation so fucking Fam. good that at home that. Fam. If, if if I'm going to be fucking whoever I want, whenever I want. Why are we married? Like, you got to be providing something that I can't get anywhere else, right? Like, what? Apparently, Dante is. He providing head. I'm talking about <laughs> the, the person I'm in yeah. my, my marriage. Like, yeah. what exactly? Here's, fam, y'all have not been married a year. And you already like, nigga, yo, we got to try this. The baby not even here. Y'all niggas ain't been married six months. You don't even know where your current baby at. And y'all already trying out new shit. So she told Keisha, yo, we 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 trying something new. Keisha like, like what? She was like, girl, stay out of my business. She was like, bitch, we used to share that nigga. Tell me what the fuck you doing. But up bump, nigga. Like, so right when she was finna tell her we doing an open marriage, Emmett walked up, cause hey, y'all in my restaurant and I used to fuck both of y'all and I don't like this. And y'all literally <laughs> was talking about me. Yeah. Not like and, the other time. And I'm like, okay, so Tiff, you not hanging with Dom was your friend before you found out she fucked Dom or she fucked Emmett. Now you're not hanging with Dom, even though you said, hey, ain't gonna be no awkward shit, but don't fuck my nigga no more. But now you ain't hanging with Dom no more because she fucked your nigga, but you hanging with Keisha who fucked your nigga. Can I? Come on, man. Why exactly do you sell weed for a living and I have a whole restaurant that you can work at? That we should be working at together and building. You don't wanna build a, a partnership? You don't want a partnership. You don't want to be a part owner of my restaurant that I own, like that it, I sell like food at all day, and apparently only niggas eat here. When Jimmy and Jake went to the little other spot to get a fish sandwich, I was shocked, nigga. I was like, "Oh, it's other place to eat this than Smokies." Jake asked her, about "You ever had a fish sandwich?" She was like, "She said you like the fish sandwiches." And so she's like, "I've never had one." <laughs> Jimmy, where you been? How you part of the revolution and got this big Frederick Douglass part and they never had a fish sandwich? Now, I don't eat fish, so I don't eat fish sandwiches, yeah. but I felt that she was unblack, though. Nigga. <laughs> oh, she was. Nigga, take her, her take her stripes away, nigga. So Emmett walked up to Keisha and Tiffany, interrupted a convo, kind of had an attitude, because he not feeling this fucking open marriage shit. So Tiffany was like, come holler at me, dog. So they go in the back and go in the kitchen. And she was like, so you fucked? Whoever Donna Donna from my old job That nigga was like And motherfucker We got an open marriage Fuck is you checking me about I'm glad he fucked somebody I am too But I hate it Cause like, he's I'm suffering glad He's some, suffering Not on like I'm glad Cause I yeah, think this yeah. is the idea He keeps telling Well go ahead Go ahead So she was like Yo this is a girl Who I used to work with She used to spread rumors About me when I worked there And he was like Well I can't keep up With all the bitches you hate Valid I don't know the fuck you hate. And then he was like, I could fuck with whoever I want because we open. She was like, nah, you can't fuck chicks who I used to work with and you can't bring bitches back to our house. Well, goddamn, motherfucker. You got too many rules. Off top, two rules is too many when you tell us our shit is open. Because see, the open or close and you closing my it shit. Sound like, they don't sound like open. It sound like you can do whatever the fuck you want to do and I got to do what you tell me to do. So he said, that's exactly what the fuck it is because that nigga said... Hey, well, why don't you stop playing house with Dante? Soon as he said that, she was like, you know what, nigga? I can't talk to you right now. I'll, I'll talk to you later. It's one thing about having an open marriage, but nigga, you can't have another relationship. No, you're trying to have another relationship. That's exactly what she doing. You like this other nigga. 
and you can't start no if if i can't fuck with bitches that you hate you can't mess with niggas that you wanted to get with before we started this. Yes, and you no. only didn't get with because at the time you was trying to be faithful to me, and now you're committed to not being faithful to me. Nah. Fuck out of here. I'm and just not ready for it. Fam, she had a key to Dante's spot. When they showed her later in the episode, she literally walks in there, Dante, where you at? This nigga come up hugging her from behind, kissing her on the neck. So how do you feel as Dante? It's one thing about hitting somebody, girl, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. I don't know how that feels. No, 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 never that on purpose. No. Um, but like, it's another thing to be with a married woman because you are having sex with the same thing that another man is having raw sex with. Yeah. You okay with that? Like you. The first time y'all had sex, he took his raw dick out of her, and, and she, she came, came to directly to you. Fam, I don't know what the male equivalent to the pH balance is, <laughs> but it got to be off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga shit ain't at 9.5 No nigga. it's not No, that Dr. Get an essential water not, now nigga Dr. CB has not approved your alkaline no, this status this is not nigga. alkaline at all bro this, What does uh, little Tay Crispy say uh, This is unsanitary nigga Dog When <laughs> She making the dick not alkaline That is fucked up She came directly to you With all the Emmet on her no. And you ate it. I need the Dr. CB box. You this ate is the not Emmett Dr. Out that CB box. No, no, this no, is, no. This is acidic box. She I need pulling up with box. mad acid in her shit and not natural acids. What's that? You know that way? I need all alkaline box to the, <laughs> in the DM, DM right, right now. now. Okay, I need all new alkaline box <laughs> in the DM right now. If y'all not from Detroit, you you wouldn't have no clue. But all new hoes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's one of the classicest uh, shits ever, nigga. <laughs> you about to pull it up? I'm about to try to find, find it, find it, find it. All right, dog. But then, uh, so yeah, when Emmett was like, yo, you got to set some boundaries too. You can't just fuck Dante. Stop playing house with that nigga. She was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to you later. And then she walked the fuck off. She was like, you can't tell me who I can and can't fuck. Or no, she asked him, well, who can I, who can and can I fuck? And he was like, nobody. Nigga, he said, I nobody, I don't want to do this. It's the second time. <laughs> How many times I got to tell you, nigga? Do I got to say it in another language? I don't want to do this, dog. Yo, if your wife is desperately trying to convince you that y'all need to have an open marriage, divorce her, my nigga. Get an annul- Get Do something. Get away from her. Because this ain't it, fam. It's over, dog. This is not it at all, dog. So then, this is where shit started getting a little sad. I'm like, you found it real quick? No, I'm looking on Twitter and oh, shit. everybody keeps saying I need all new hoes to my DM, but. Damn. Like, I used to have it saved on the gram too, but I don't no more. And now I'm mad at myself. It's, it's saved in my phone, but I got 17,000. Yeah, and that's what, if it's on my gram saved still, it's a lot of videos ahead of that, dog. Like, I got mad shit saved on there. Um, But this is where the episode started to take a little turn, man. So Imani pulled up to the spot that Trinity told her to meet her at, 6 o'clock. On the dot, I'm in Ridge G-Wagon. Cruising the streets. Cruising the streets, nigga. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I got a nigga named Nuck riding around that's looking for me. I pulled up, didn't see Trinity. So she pulled up. Trinity did not come to the spot. She called the phone that she gave her, called the little burner a couple times. Trinity ain't pick up. She like, damn, dog. She thinking like, oh, man, she must have got scared and, you know, didn't want to come. Whole time, you done got this girl <laughs> killed. Come on, man. 
She mad at Trig. Fam, Trig told you mind your business. Clearly, whatever y'all did to Nuck last year don't matter no more because he letting Trig run up on him and yoke him up by the by the coat. All them gang niggas pulled guns on Trig. Trig said, "Nigga, I ain't afraid to die." Okay, okay we'll we die. About to die nigga. It's time to die. So back to that, back to that uh, Cat Williams quote. Quote: You don't have to be scared while you standing on the train tracks, but when that train come, something gonna happen. Whether you scared or not, nigga, you still gonna die. There's nothing in Nuck's character. Do you remember how Nuck came at Kevin? With a gun to the face. Little 12-year-old Kevin. He told Kevin, who didn't have a gun, he said, nigga, I will shoot you where you stand, nigga. Put a gun dead in his face. All because Kevin said, is my sister in there? That's all Kevin said. He said it in that voice. Is, is, Is Keisha in there? Nuck pulled the strap, cocked it, and said, nigga, I will kill you where the fuck you stand. But somehow when Trig roll up and Nuck got 20 niggas with him, Trig can snatch him by the collar and Nuck could give up the information and give the burner phone back. And all the other people there. And everybody who pulled a gun for some reason doesn't shoot. Because Trig, you'd have got popped in your afro, nigga. Oh, let's just talk about that scene real quick. Trig pulled the fuck up on Nuck later in the episode after Imani came down to his uh, new job as protector of the streets, as Batman and shit. She came down there and told that nigga, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to check Tracy. Tracy don't even know you, ma'am. She said, Tracy, how the fuck? What is you niggas talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need that. We need that. <laughs> we need that. Um, She ran up on Tracy and was like, yo, how y'all going to say the fucking streets? But this damn trap house with all these traffic girls is still existing and y'all ain't went up in there yet. And Tracy was like, girl, Who I've been trying. Yeah, she definitely said, oh, oh, oh you trig, trig girl. girl. She was like, I am more than that. She was like, like but nigga, that's where I know you from. Nigga. And she was like, that ain't what I meant. And then she was like, girl, I've been trying to get this damn trap house down for years. Nigga, the cops won't go over there. And she was like, for us to go in there, we'll need a warrant. Guess why y'all can't get a warrant? Because y'all ain't the fucking police. Judge ain't giving y'all random niggas no warrants to go search a house. Fuck out of here. So Imani was like, well, y'all got to do something about it. And then she told Trig he was a bitch-ass nigga, and she walked out. And then Tracy said, how you going to protect a block and you can't even control your household? Fuck, dude. Where the correlation in that? I'll tell you where the correlation is. Where the fuck is your son, ma'am, talking about protecting a fucking household? Who his dad? Huh? Both of them dead, too. His dad and his fake dad. I want to say something meme like, nigga, that nigga dead as hell. Fam. Like, don't come at me because my girl mad at some irrational shit. Because you fucked an old-ass nigga. Man, and then fucked another old-ass nigga. You fucked a nigga, a younger version of the... Like, so, the mayor is a younger version of the nigga that you smashed. Literally. Um, and he worked for him. Um, Come on, now. Come on. Come on, man. Boosie Come boys, on, nigga. <laughs> um... I did. I'm, look, I'm looking for that video. I passed that video. Damn, that's funny. Uh, oh, Kevin tried to help. So Kevin and, and Gemma and Jake ain't on the same page. Gemma and Jake still on this fucking uh, walkout shit. They putting flyers up around the school. They stuffing them in people locker. Kevin walked up and was like, yo, y'all need some help? Jake was like, no, nah, we straight. Gemma was like, I thought you wasn't down with the revolution. Do you want a revolution? Kevin was like, I mean, you know, 
I ain't really necessarily about to stand on the front lines with y'all, but like I, I still could help out. I could put flyers in niggas' lockers. Real shit. And she was like, Oh, so you you wanna stand on the back line of the revolution? That nigga was like, This is not a revolution, my nigga. Your show got suspended. Cause y'all said some shit that the school ain't agree with. Like, why the fuck are you taking this out? Cause we was on there cussing. I said, and he was talking about police brutality and all this shit and saying nigga. And no, that ain't work for the school. And I'm I'm not finna get in trouble at home. So you scared to get in trouble at home, but you ain't scared for me to get in trouble with you, Jim. I don't even know if we still go together. So no, I'm not scared to get in trouble with you. Cause you was ghosting me last week. Facts. So she was like, no, me and Jake straight, we got it. And then nigga Kevin was like, all right, well, fuck y'all then. So then her and Jake actually walk out in the middle of class. Oh, you found it? Here yes. it go. Here it go. Hey, fuck all that, bitch. I need all new hoes. All Kevin. new things in the DM right now, bitch. Kevin talking to Jim. I need all new ones. Cold ones, bitch, because we got heavy check, bitch. And I need all new bitches. <laughs> what? This is what no, that's what that's not what Jake. That was what Emmett was saying. Like I need all alkaline. That might have been Kevin and Emmett <laughs> at the same time, niggas saying the same Yo, this shit in sync. Was mad aggressive. Bro. He needed all new bitches. We got heavy check, bitch. <laughs> what was he on? That's a classic Detroit video, yes, right there, he dog. Is, dog. So Jimmy and Jake walk out the middle of their class. They leave. The teacher like, what the fuck is y'all doing? They go to the meetup spot. The only person there is Dakota. Now I feel bad for little white Dakota because Dakota's standing there with signs talking about bring Bam back and shit. And they was like, where's everybody else? She was like, nobody showed up. It's just me. Gemma say, Kevin must have scared them off. Because I told y'all the truth. Y'all niggas don't fuck. Y'all, nigga, this not no fucking revolution. This Damn. a motherfucker who show got... This a motherfucker who said I wouldn't go on a show, so she wouldn't got my best friend. That's it to get start cussing, and That's now that it. her show didn't got messed up, hey. now she want to drag all y'all and in. Now there. I That's scared the, them off. Them the worst type of niggas. That's the <laughs> no accountability, dog. That's the worst type of people. You know what? Gemma is the worst type because these people want to be revolutionaries. They want to be freedom fighters because of the acclaim that comes with it. Yeah. Because yeah. we romanticized the civil rights movement so much, we made these people heroes, and y'all want to be adored. Y'all want to be worshipped. You don't, you're not out here fighting for injustice. You really want the worship. You're fighting for you. You're fighting for people to love you. You're fighting for people to give you accolades. You're fighting for people to cheer you on. It sounds cool. You got a bunch of fucking uh, memes and one-liners Facts. and zingers, but nigga, what are you talking about? Because here's the thing. Yo, you worried about, oh, shit, why ain't nobody here but me, Jake, and Dakota? Nigga, why that ain't enough? Y'all walk out. Y'all walk out. And then do it consistently enough that the whole school p- start peeping. Oh, these niggas is walking out. But you mad at the school because the cops beat that nigga ass. Man. Because he was being an asshole. Man. And what, now, n- let me rephrase that. Because he didn't get beat because he was being an asshole. Yeah, he, he got was beat because he was racist. Was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's not the school fault. And then they got, so on the walkout, apparently she planned on talking to the principal principal at the dentist he ain't even there like you just did this shit all wrong bro and she blamed kevin oh kevin scared everybody off that's why don't nobody want to do it nigga why you think kevin that powerful anybody want to do it because this shit sound goofy nigga so then her and jake was like you know what fuck it we leaving and they walk out left dakota behind standing there with the sign that she was gonna use to i'll be the white shield fam 
Ugh, they doing and Jake, nigga, how dare you get some head from Dakota and put it on your Instagram only to leave her like this? That's fucked up playing that white girl like that. So then, Keisha go see Octavia. She went down to her job. She wanted to go talk to her. While she was there, she talked to the receptionist, asked her how long she'd been working for Octavia. Octavia was like, yo, I've been here seven years. She nice as shit. I don't really know much about her. I took that as a very critical thing that they said. When she was like, I don't know much about her, but she treat me well. She never forget a birthday. She said she was a very private person. Very private. But here's, I took that as, but what, it's going to be something wrong with her, dog. What, what was interesting is she looked at her stomach and said, oh, as if, do you know who I am? Yeah, because she was like, does she talk she, about me? And oh, a girl very, didn't answer. Because she a very private person, and you don't know much about her. How you, How do you know me? What What, what is that Oh, Because when she said, um, what's your name again? She was like, Keisha. And she was like, oh. And then she was like, does she talk about me? Or has she talked about me? And she didn't answer it, bro. Rewatch that scene. She literally skipped right over that and was like, yeah, no, Octavia is great. Blah, blah, blah. That was funny as shit. <laughs> Because of what that was. That was funny as shit. So then, uh, but I took her saying, she's a very private person. I don't know much about her, but she don't forget her birthday. She nice. She treat me well, da, da, da. Some about that private part, we going to learn something bad about Octavia, dog. Like, it's going to be somewhere like, because here's the thing. I don't think Keisha's actually giving this baby up. She goes into labor next week. I think when she actually has that baby in her hand, she ain't going to want to give it up. And when she starts to have doubts, I think we're going to see what's really wrong with Octavia, bro. I'm just calling it early. She's going to be crazy, nigga. How crazy? I don't know. Is she going to be kidnapped the baby crazy? I mean, Octavia got a vibe about her anyway. <laughs> I don't like her eyes. I know. Shout out to Clay. Clay hit me like, nigga, stop talking about my lady, nigga. He loved Tabitha. Cool. She's a pretty older woman. I, I, I get it. Everybody love her voice, and she's soothing and all that shit. Awesome, nigga. Her eyes scared the shit out of me. She looked like she could have been in, like, Get Out or Us. Like, her eyes is very, like, they creepy, dog. I don't like the vibes. But we're going to see if she crazy or not. Anyway, Keisha went back there and talked to her. Just kind of got some more vibes from her and just, you know, discussed this whole shit with her, let her know how she was feeling. Another trope. Is uh not don't even know a trope, but this is true. Um, I would assume that uh black women, um, when it comes to pregnancy and prenatal and stuff like that, don't get the right care. Yeah. Um, he was ready to induce labor because she had high blood pressure. Um, so she had a Braxton Hicks episode while she was talking to Octavia, which sent her to the hospital. And what she asked Octavia was, well, Octavia asked her was like, "What did you eat today?" Yeah. You ate some greasy ass, salty ass shit, which made your corned beef salad and a mystic, yeah, <laughs> which so, I laughed at because yeah, mystic used to be the shit. <laughs> Shout they, out they to clearly that. sell them in Chicago. They still because the gas station by me still got like okay. four mystic flavors. Nigga. Okay, you, I'm bringing them next week. Nigga. We sure. popping mystics. Um, but like the reason that your blood pressure is high because yeah. of all that salt shit that's in your mm-hmm. blood that you shouldn't be eating because you feeding all them nutrients to that or to that baby. Thereof. Yeah, but like instead of him. Yeah, let's do a battery test. Yeah. Let's come back. Boom. No, let's just induce nope, labor. Let's right induce now. labor right now. We don't even know how far along Keisha is. She go into labor next week, so and, we know she there. And Nina, because Octavia showed her love, yeah. attention. Nina goes, and so you know more than a doctor? No, uh, nigga, that's not what I said at all. No, I know that I've lost so many damn fucking kids that I know the doctors don't know everything. And she, all she had said was, we should get a second opinion. Which Nina, 
Why didn't you say that? You ain't want to get a second opinion? And then when 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 she got a hug and said, oh, I thank you, and this yeah. and this, and I think you're the one, Nina was looking like, damn, that's the love, that's the love that I always <laughs> Nina wanted. Nina was sitting there like, damn, I'm not the one. Yeah. I'm her I, mom, and I, I ain't don't, the one. I don't have care like that. I ain't the one, dog. But I will wake up in the middle of the night to check my bitch phone. <laughs> Woo. So during that scene, Nina hitting up Dre crazy, but Dre not answering and not replying to text. Now, first of all, text her back. Just text way, her back. By the way, Dre a hoe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was funny like, like in real fuck. life, she a hoe. Not hoe as in whore. Yeah, yeah. Like you a she hoe, a hoe ass, ass nigga. nigga. Like if you was a dude and your woman is saying you you keep lying to your woman for another nigga, nigga, boss up. Put your foot down. Like, look, my look, my nigga. Yeah. I gotta protect my household. So whatever you doing over there is what you can do over there. I'm not about to keep lying to my woman. To keep your fucking secret. Yeah. No, I get it. You about to, <laughs> I get it. You going through some shit, but you need to talk to your son. I'll tell my woman to not tell such and such because of this situation, but I'm not, niggas, put your Damn. foot down. Nina is my wife. I'm not Why are you holding, putting somebody else yeah. over your wife? Hold on. Nina is also your friend too. So yeah, you might think that, oh, Nina talks too much. And if she tell Keisha, Keisha will tell Emmett. But you know what? You need to talk to your son, period, point blank. There's nothing. I am going to talk to my family. So you mean you to need tell to talk me, to yours? If I told Nina not to tell your daughter, she gonna tell her daughter anyway. Man, because you think that Dre is the only person that can understand the severity of this situation, Man. and the fact that yo, no, this is a very volatile topic of conversation, and we don't need to. This ain't a normal rumor to spread, my nigga. Give me the benefit of the doubt that I can. Talk to my wife and say, "Yo, we need to wait to have this discussion." You you okay with just continually to lie to your wife? And then I'm like, "You're ignoring shit." Like, hey, I need you to call me back right now. Our daughter is in the hospital. Now nigga. listen, I'm not saying. Well, one, I'm not much of a liar because I I truly believe you only lie when you're scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm really scared of whatever the outcome is going to be. I'm going to accept whatever the outcome is going to be. Mm. Now, I'm not about to get in trouble with my wife for lying, however, for for somebody else's household. I'm just not going to do it. My piece, yeah. my first responsibility is to my wife. It's not to my friend. Even though we've been down forever, I get that. When I got married, yeah. my wife and her... She became a lot more important than she you. She number fam. one over here. That's what it is. She supersedes everything. That's what it is. So much so, she comes first before her kids come first because they're not even my kids. And My look wife at, comes first. Look at what you asking me to do. You asking me, your friend, to hold the secret. You asking uh, Suede, your masseuse dick nigga, to hold the secret. But you won't tell your son? He not ready yet. He he can't he ain't ready to deal with this yet. Until we Fam, do you, be ready. And here's the thing. You are never Who the fuck is ready to hear their mom has cancer, my nigga? My nigga, you there is never a time when you're ready to lose your mom. Ever. To even fathom the thought. Like bro, I remember being younger and literally for no reason I would just think like, oh man, like what if my mom passed, bro? And break the fuck out crying, nigga. For nothing, dog. I tell you. Hey. One of the worst experiences other than actually losing my mother. Yeah. I was younger. 
um, this was when me and my brother was still in bunk beds. So this was like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that both my parents passed away. Right. I woke up crying and I'm like, my brother like, yo, what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. I'm like, man, I had a dream that uh, mom and dad passed away. Mom and dad died. Yeah. He was like, they did. I woke up in my dream, but I was still fucking dreaming mm. on some inception shit. Yeah. So in that dream, I started, I thought so I woke up. he confirmed the dream that yes. you had in your dream. So I'm crying again. Yeah. So when I actually woke up that next morning, I couldn't discern what was real and what was yeah. not. So I ran upstairs, tears in my eyes, I'm hugging on them and shit yeah. like that. I didn't know what was real and what was not. So at that particular moment, I lost both my parents. Man. You know what I'm saying? Man. Now, nothing came... Worse than that feeling into actually losing yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But like, like I thought I woke up from a bad dream and yeah. I'm still in the dream. Uh, like that's nothing huh. is gonna prepare you for that at all. So her, her, and I get it. You don't want to see your son hurting, which I understand. But goddamn, nigga, at what point do you think this is not gonna hurt him? Let me tell you what. The second I found out I'm about to die, I'm letting everybody know. Yeah. That I care about, yeah, because I'm not on the, the time is precious. Yeah, I'm not about to give that time up. One thing, so me getting sick taught me some things. Um, I'm not a person to I don't know how to receive comfort in prayers. I'm not a nigga who knows how to receive help. I definitely ain't a nigga who knows how to ask for help. Um. But when people, you know, you get sick and, and you go through the shit that I went through, niggas was hitting me every day. Yo, what do you need? You hit me. Yo, do you need anything? You need me to drop something off to your parents? I don't know how to receive that shit because I'm so used to doing everything on my own. Even when I'm dying, nigga, like, yo, I can take care of it. Don't worry about it. It's a difficult thing that I struggle to figure out how to sort of let my guard down in that regard and just let people help and let people in. So I get where Jada's like, yo, I don't want to put, you feel like you're putting a burden on somebody else. So I get her thinking, yo, I don't want to put this burden on my son. He already dealing with a lot. He is dealing with a lot. So you're going to allow him to find out when it's too late? And then you're also going to allow him to think that there was another nigga who he's already got a, like Emmett already has a, a thing with this suede nigga. You know what I didn't, you know what I did, we didn't talk about last week? What's that? Is when he walked into the house and she said, "Kick him out." You gonna choose this nigga over me? Yeah. Why would baby be? boy? What What do you mean choose him over you? Yeah. I I don't understand. But that. he got it. The whole yo, this was my classmate, and now he's fucking my mom. That's wild. And as a younger, because Emmett still, we always talk about he only twenty one, twenty two. He not at old. And really, he probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His his character ain't that old, so. He's immature about a lot of this shit. He's still trying to fit. He a nigga who's been thrown into the fire. You got four children. Yeah, and he don't know how to handle none of them. But, like, the reason I say that, like, I get it, you're a young age, but your maturity level has changed because you got some real-life shit that you've been dealing with. Yeah, facts, facts. And I think now what Jada's missing is that, yo, now I'm actually a married business owner. I'm not the young. I know what I was when you kicked me out the house and told me to go figure it out. I was a child, but right now I am literally a married business owner trying to handle my business. I'm gonna play the uh, the audio of the uh, next week's episode when, we, um, when, when yeah 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 yeah. So um, 
she told Dre, yo, I need you to keep your secret from me. I'm going to tell Emmett tomorrow, like, da-da-da. And Dre was like, all right, man. She was like, I need you to do it quick, though. Like, for real, shit getting wild. Nina hit me up. She going crazy. So when Dre get back to the crib, her and Keishan, uh, or her and Nina talk, and Nina was like, where the fuck have you been? Keisha almost died. Keisha walked in like, no, I didn't. I had Braxton Hicks. And Nina was like, Dre, why would you say that? Like, don't scare me like that. She was like, look, I need you to be available. I need you to be attentive. Like, and Dre was like, yo, you know, I can't have my phone out when I'm talking to patients. Like, it just don't work like that. She was like, but I ain't going to fuck up like that no more. Don't even trip. And then Kevin walked in. He had flowers that he had got for Gemma, but Gemma wasn't answering his call because she was making out with Jake. So they was like, who the flowers for? He was Jimmy like, for the worst type of person. No, Jim is horrible. Like, Jim is one of the worst I'm gonna tell type you why, of people. I'm going to tell you why Jim and, and Jake child. are horrible. I'm going to tell you why Jim and Jake are horrible. Because Jake said, yo, you got an eyelash on your cheek. Let me get that for you. And then he got it, and she was like, wait, let me make a wish. And then she blew it. And the nigga was like, what you wish for? I think you know. And then she kissed the nigga, and she was like, is that what you thought I wished for? He was like, no, nah, I, I thought you was going to wish that you was my girl. What the f- fam? This was literally my girl like earlier today. We just was going through some things. Like, why you hate Kev so much? Damn, Jake, you gonna play your man? You gonna play your man's? Damn. And then Emma or Gemma. But everything is so wild and cavalier, and everything has no rules on this show. Damn. Which is why I said, like, I think it's trying to be intentionally evil. Like, damn, everything that can go bad, you make it go bad with passion. And then next week, clearly, they're continuing the makeout session because they do that at the little gala. But it's like... Like, I was hoping that was like a one-time... Man, nope, nope. Yeah, I thought the gala was going to be the first time they made out. Yeah. Like, we've been, like, building up this no, tension. No, this cheating. No, this nigga because is literally stealing my girl. No, I think girl. it's cheating on some one-time shit yeah. on the little kids. But no, yeah. y'all, you're actively No, y'all cheating. are actively, like, now y'all with the smoke. And it's like, all right, Jake, yo, real talk, real talk. Why why Jake think Kevin's sweet? Why he think Kevin won't beat his ass, nigga? Y'all know I didn't plug the nigga before. Fam. Jake, when you stole a gun, you shot in the sky on the ground. Remember when he stole them guns yes. at the docks or some yes. shit? Nigga, you wasn't about no action. Jake, I put one in the nigga's stomach and left. If I'm not mistaken, Jake, we just seen you get beat up a few times on this show. Jake ran over there because Reggie told him, hey, you going to let them niggas talk to you crazy? Got and then went over there and got jumped. Me, Kevin, I, I almost had a body, nigga. If Common ain't come save Ronnie, he'd have bled the fuck out, nigga. Now what? Now what? I shoot. I shoot niggas for fun. You know. And I go home and had dinner with my moms. Didn't I take y'all to, to the house with me? And that nigga pulled a gun in my face and I still stood there like, And I like, stood right up? there while you and Papa bitched up. Y'all wasn't with no smoke. I look nut. Nigga, Trig don't even want to talk to nut. I was talking to Trig like he, like, like, like he wasn't shit. I told your brother he better help me out, nigga. Come on, Come man. on. Nigga, matter of fact. Nigga, Trig talking about I ain't scared to die. Nigga, I'm the real Trig. Nigga, I'm the one who ain't scared of this shit. Fuck out of here. Pull the trig. Come on, nigga. Come on, dog. Nigga, I'm the real Trig. I'm Trig. But Jake think that nigga sweet. Kevin might see in the in the in the preview of that episode where he catch him kissing. We see him run off and he crying. Once he done crying, I think Kevin might whoop Jake ass, dog. I hope so. Because Jake earning this ass whooping. Because if you don't, then I, I'm finished with the shy. Yeah, Jake Because you're trying to instill whooping. habits that, no, nah, a nigga need nah, his ass whooping. Nah, I, I need shit. you to get your ass beat. At this young age. And Jim, I need him to thoroughly cuss Jim out. 
Cause she earned Cause one She in been talking to him crazy In front of his daddy In front woo, of her daddy Woo And then When her daddy Tried to say something to Kevin I need Damn Kevin don't got no male Role models He they did Damn All the good dads Either dead or in jail God damn Or they the mayor I don't know. Anyway, um, Trig took the fucking phone that he got from Nuck back to Imani. He said, yo, did you give Trinity this phone? Imani bust out crying. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I got this girl killed. Yeah, you Why did. you get that girl killed? I told you to mind your business. I told you I can't just go up to Nuck and ask that nigga, hey, stop uh, trafficking women. It's so wild that all these niggas from the hood who do this illegal shit for a living suddenly got a fucking heart and want to stop crying. Nigga, how long yeah. Nick niggas been trafficking women and pimping and whorehousing since the oldest the beginning? profession in the world, dog. Not saying it is right. No, like, never. What exactly happened that now that you on a you on you you fucking watchman? But again, to your point, fucking James St. Patrick this, stabbing this is, niggas in the alley. This is the trope. This is the the trauma gumbo ingredient. Yo, you know what? Sex trafficking. Throw that in there. Because nigga We need watchmen on the streets. Y'all was selling drugs and murdering. Nigga, Imani, you dropped Trig off to beat up a police officer half to death. Trig, you murdered somebody your first time on the show. Literally. You came on here murdering. Trees, right? Didn't he yeah. murder Trees? No, 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 no. No, the uh, other nigga. That no, other nigga. Uh, the old nigga killed Trice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed that nigga. But no. The Trig. other gangbanger guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nigga, yeah. y'all killed. Both of y'all was together. All you niggas is murderers. With a briefcase. What's All y'all niggas is killers. All y'all ni- so it's wild to have like we the, all to killers. All you niggas is murdering and killers, but <laughs> Tupac, y'all like y'all got hearts and y'all got like lines that you don't cross. Yo, I kill a nigga, but ooh, don't sex traffic. But to the point, Trig told him money. I can't tell that nigga what to do. He don't work for me. The nigga want, but kill. her response was nobody works for you, fam. You work for me. You in my. Brother basement. You How about that? Work me. Your barbershop is yeah, in my, you do, you in doing basement. here in my fucking basement. How about that, nigga? Don't ride in the G Wagon in since you don't work for it. Walk. And you Catch pu- the L. And you nigga. pulling every you pulling up everywhere in the in the same in, in my, my G Wagon. Like, come on. I took this from my brother, not your brother, nigga. How about that? But <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say you my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Oh man Alright it's time to get the fuck out of here Look Listen I want to play this I want to play this This clip from next week dog Yeah uh, Cause one I'll tell you why I thought <laughs> this was bad mm-hmm. They rearranged the ending Of this show On the bullshit I'll tell you how the show Should end it Because it was four Different plots They all came through Quote unquote Like they ended the show On the Trig And Imani shit Mm-hmm. It should not have ended. The show should not have ended that way. Yeah. Um, the show should have either ended with Emmett and Tiffany, him crying in her arms. Oh, yeah. Because after he, he went over there, his mom finally told him, yo, I have cancer. Yeah. He went home. Tiffany, he walks in with EJ because that's EJ was at his mom's crib. Apparently, Sway taking care of EJ. Now, I got damn, nigga. He goes in the house. Tiffany's sitting there smoking. Emmett put EJ to bed, came and sat. He took a puff of the fucking weed and just broke down crying. Now Tiffany want to be a wife. So if I was the executive producing this show and writing yeah. it, I would have hit you with the Imani and Trig. Yeah. Then I would have moved to the um, 
Dre, Dre and Nina, and, Nina yep. and then I would have ended it because it would have got progressively worse and yeah. built suspense. Yeah, y'all ended with Trig and like that. Fam, that's not the emotional nah, cliffhanger. We're not connected there, but yo, Dre going through Nina's phone at the end of the night and seeing a text from Jada saying, "Thank you for keeping our secret." I've definitely okay. I've definitely somebody's went through my phone. Yeah, saw a text that was that looked that way and assumed yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah, and I felt like I was lying when I explained it wasn't the same. Yeah. It wasn't the case. But that's the thing when somebody sees a thank you for keeping our secret. It no matter a, what the truth is, it sounds like a lie and it feels it was, like a lie. Thanks for letting me stay over last night, man. And that that's a rough one to for get one out of my of. Yeah, yeah. female best friend. Yeah, and when you see that, it's like. What? Whoa. But nah. like in, in in like it was thunderstorm. It wasn't nothing. Yeah, I slept in my bedroom and she slept on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, real shit. Because you can't sleep in my bed. I'm not sleeping on the couch in my house. No, no, no. You a homie? You're you, a guest. You one of the homies. Yeah. So and I'm gonna treat you as such. You yeah. slept on the couch. Yeah. But like, it was like, yo, yeah. this this looks. What, it wasn't what it looked like. But that's the thing. When it ain't what it looked like, it's always what it looked. When like. you ain't when you and other people shit you on all the context. And um yeah we and we're hey we invested in that because right now y'all got me thinking Dre being stupid and she finna get herself in unnecessary trouble because tell your wife what's up but now she you, ain't do it now you know what's gonna happen what's that she gonna bring it to her she gonna tell us about Jada being having cancer and then you gonna be like now why are you going through my shit mm. and now it's gonna flip now it's a whole nother and issue. now it's gonna be an actual issue in between yeah. them because now you don't trust me I don't trust you because you kept fucking lying to me but that's yeah. another story yeah. Um, and then to your point, yeah, it should have left off on Tiffany trying to console Emmett as he broke down crying. But here's the thing, yo, you just, you literally just fucked another nigga an hour ago. Don't sit on my lap. You talking about, I don't know what it is. You just always know when there's something wrong. Yeah. She like, cause we connected. No, we're not. No nigga, we be next to each other. The person I'm connected to is not fucking another nigga constantly. My nigga, whoever sit next to you at work, you know when something wrong with them. Because you just see them niggas all Facts. the time. Not, we don't got no connection. I just know your routine. You know where our connection went? Our connection left when we had a follow-up convo about this open marriage rule shit. And you further told me, I'm not going to stop fucking Dante. And this all happened because of you. Because he told her again. Yeah, that, he was I like, don't I don't want- like this shit. I don't want you fucking. Because she, he was like. She was checking him. Don't fuck bitches I worked with. Don't fuck motherfuckers in the house. Don't fuck nobody in this car. And he was like, you got too many rules. And she was like, well, you give me one. That nigga was like. That was over litigation. Yeah. Don't fuck Dante. She was like, that was before I knew him before we had, or I was fucking him before we had litigation. He was like, what do that even mean, dog? Because it don't mean nothing. Because like, tell me, before such and such, he was like, so you telling me you want me to be catching dicks? Bitch, no. No, I didn't tell you go fuck other niggas. I said, stop fucking this one nigga. I want you to stop fucking everybody. It, but why do I got to tell this to my wife? Why do I have to explain to my wife when I say stop fucking? Because you're only fucking one nigga. If I say stop fucking that nigga, how do you hear go fuck other niggas? Because, <laughs> because you're trying to make it seem like I'm telling you some controlling shit. No, I'm trying to tell you I don't want to do an open marriage, ma'am. It's irritating to me that it's kind of woven into this show like this is some normal regular mm-hmm. okay shit this not okay it's not at all bro it's, it's bad for us it's not okay i know i'm the guy who i should be like all right cool i can have like no in real life no i don't want that i'm only fucking him because of you no no nigga i did that shit before you didn't you listen fam how many times i gotta tell you 
we were not married. Oh, wait, I haven't told you that. Why? Because you ran off and fucked the nigga before I gave you any background. Nigga. Now, granted, Emmett, you're a fucking idiot because you should not have fucked Dom. This is Facts. all of this Facts. is your fault. That's 100 percent his fault. There was no reason. Like, she's not even cold like that. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that would that could go wrong so many different ways. That's your business. Why did you have sex with this woman? No reason. You no was get, everything was going right with Tiff. Like, why did you do that? You and Tiff was in the best spot y'all had ever been in. And then you fucked another woman for nothing. Just she had a fat fake ass. And then But here's the thing. Here's where it all started going wrong. After he it started going wrong when he fucked her. Then it went further wrong when Dom just said for no reason to his dad, I fucked Emmett. Cause then his dad made it further wrong. When he went back to him and said, I know you fucked Dom. Now I'm in my head. And then play soul food for him. Huh. Cousin Faith, that nigga. But all that to say, Tiffany, don't sit on my fucking lap after you just fucked that side nigga, bro. Now listen to this scene here. I got you a juicer. There are people that be juicing. Living long ass lives. I'm sick. I know, and I'm trying to save you. Saving me is not your job. We gotta make sure you pull through this. I can't, I can't lose you. I, I need you. And baby, look, look, look. We caught it early, and the doctors say my chances are really good. Okay. Fuck them doctors. We gotta talk to Jesus. You, you wanna pray? This is when you start praying. I pray all the time. Every time me and Tip have sex, I pray she don't get pregnant. (laughs) 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 I'm finally getting my shit together, and I want you to be here to see it. I still got to buy you that house. I want you to be proud of me. I'm so proud of you. Whether you bought me a house or not. It's real accurate. What I need with a big house is just me. It sways ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Ma. I love you too, son. Now, 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 now that's yeah. season one and season two of the shot. That's, that's the type of that's, that's the real shit. That in itself, right there, I'm, I can't wait to next week because we're gonna get to the point where the shit hit the fan, and yeah. that's a scene that because I mean y'all y'all are gonna watch it, but yeah, yeah. the tears in their eyes, the the yeah. the this was a good scene. The conversation they're having, him telling her what we just said on the pod, hey. I'm getting my shit together now. I'm not the young nigga that you thought I was that you couldn't tell me you had cancer. I'm in a different spot. Like, can Mom, we, I want to buy you that house still. Think about all the things in this show that are wrong and how they could have been done correctly with real acting. And, like, yeah. if you would have took it serious and not make it make it this. You ain't got a joke about it. Or half that. Because some of the shit, she don't be... In the writing, I'm not going to just put it on 100% Lena. I don't know if she's working with other writers this season, but 
some of this shit, it's not that they go into jokes or lightheartedness about it. They just not fucking tackling it. Yeah. Tackled it. That right there, that's tackling. I have to tell my son I have cancer and then deal with his response, his reaction to that. And face that head on. I can't run away from that for 10 episodes, nigga. We got to talk. Tackle this shit. Tackle Kevin trauma for real. Ain't it funny how the moment that you find out you got cancer, you immediately sick? Man. Man. Because she coughing and throwing up Send the mind. Send the mind, dog. She was perfectly fine last week. My, um, one of my great uncles, shout out to him, rest in peace to him. He lived till he was 99. He was 99 and 50 weeks. He was about to turn 100 years old in two weeks. I need, I'm trying to get to 101. He had pancreatic cancer diagnosed at 95. He was in the nursing home by that point. They asked him, yo, do you want to do chemo? We can save you. We can add some years to your life. He said, I will not suffer. He said, I'm a, I live a long life and I'm going to let this cancer do whatever it does, but I am not going through chemo because I will not be walking around here sick. I'm the only patient in my nursing home, not in a wheelchair. I walk on my own. Mm. I will not do it. And from 95 to 99 and 50 weeks, he lived unsick, healthily on the surface and let the pancreatic cancer do what it did. And Can then it finally killed him. 99 years old? Man, saw some shit. So that's my grandmother's brother, one of her older brothers. My grandma lived till she was 91 and 50 weeks. My my, my grandmother's brother, he is, uh, my grandma is like 87. Yeah. So he's like 91. Yeah. And we was at our family reunion um, year before last. While he's, you know, mm-hmm. telling stories and shit up here at the podium, his Apple Watch goes off. <laughs> and it's one of his daughters. He answers wow, it. Wow. And he's like, hey, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, da, 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 and he make a joke about it. And uh, me and wow. my cousin were talking about this yesterday. It's like, yo, like when he was born, that shit wasn't possible. Yeah. I'm not even 100% for telephones. So. <laughs> like, no, real life. You know what I'm real saying? Real life. I'm, I'm not. A hundred percent sure that telephone was out. You answered a phone call from, from your, your wristwatch. Yep. So like, imagine being a hundred years old. Man, my um, so my uncle JD lived to ninety nine and fifty weeks. My grandmother was ninety one and fifty weeks. Um, her sister, my aunt Sarah, she lived till she was ninety four, and like almost ninety five. I think she was maybe a month away from her birthday. Like their side of them, and granted, they had. So that was three of them. They had 11 other siblings. It was 14 of them who, you know, drinking and drugs and all that kind of took them out earlier, 60s, 70s. But I'm like, just living their life. My grandma ain't drink. My Uncle JD ain't drink. My Aunt Sarah ain't drink. They was almost 100 years old. They saw everything. Everything. Niggas want to talk about the revolution? No, Man, they was in it. They wanna, seen it. I want to get to one-on-one because I, I need to make my victory lap. Man, you got to come back you around one more time, dog. And on my... April the 16th, uh, 2083. 82? Three. I'm playing Nipsey Victory <laughs> Lap. And then I can I can check on out. After, on, after on whatever the 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 platform is to play that. I probably hit the button on the side of my head and play it in my I brain mean, and shit. You, you know, know how that shit be. Yeah. It's probably gonna We're gonna be. have something in your skin. You just press your boop. I'm gonna hit one of my tattoos, like, turn that uh, shit off. You'll be like, hey, Nipsey, play something. Like, man, we, we man. probably be connected Just to. Talking to 
ghost, man. Yeah. But um, no, dog. I I'm I'm excited to see next week's episode again for them to start the season with the montage of what's happening next week. Tells me that this should be, if not the best episode of the season, the episode that turns the season around. I wasn't a hundred percent. I didn't. I, this was this was my favorite episode so far. I got you. Uh, there's clearly still yeah, yeah, a, bunch a lot of, of holes, a lot of holes, evil shit. Going Who do you on. think shoots do that next week? I it's a woman. I think it's Trig or Jasmine, and the reason I think it's I one some, of them. I got some screenshots because I paused it. Yeah, and I I think it's I it kind of or not Jasmine. Sorry, Imani. Pardon me. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Real but name, like, why I would? Yeah, I, I don't know. I it, well the the reason I thought it was one of them, Trig. Just clearly mad at that nigga. Trig is mad at everybody. Trig has never been happy. He don't know how to be happy. He needs therapy bad. We're going to find out why Trig mad. Trig is going to be Kevin, uh, or Kevin's going to be Trig, mad at the world if he don't get some help now. Wait till Jason Weaver get to Oh, so Jason Weaver's also back next week. Um, If you if you don't look at the, the long trailer, if you look at the short one, they show a clip real quick of Jason Weaver and Trig walking. Now, in the scene they show, Jason Weaver has on a shirt and a loose tie. Look like maybe he found a job or something. He ain't working for Imani no more. And maybe he says why to Trig that he ain't working for. You know what I'm saying? Because my assumption, we ain't see him this episode, said he probably left after Nuck told him, hey, that's a nigga in there, da-da-da. He, he took out old girl. He worked for Nuck now. Hey, he might, he might be the one that plugged old girl. Trinity. And maybe, maybe they learned that. And maybe Trig and uh, Imani got to make a decision. Like, yo, do I kill my mans? He did a bid for me. What if it's Gemma Pops who shoot, uh, I mean, shoot the mayor? Shoot, uh, shoot dude I? Because he want to be, yeah. be the mayor. Is he like the deputy mayor or some shit? He, some, he right there. He that nigga number two. Candy ain't the number two. Um, Yeah, man. It's Next week is the episode that I think could be again either the best or the one that turns the season around and like really pulls us back in and really brings up some good conversation man like you think about even the last 10 minutes thinking about next week's episode we already got some good topics going we got some good convos going so i'm excited to get into it next week we probably won't learn who shoots dude next week i feel like that'll be like something they try to hang over for at least another episode let me look at these screen i took some screenshots yeah, i feel yeah. like they had on gloves I think they did. I believe you're right, right there. And here's the thing. I don't necessarily need to find out who shot him next week, but I also don't want them to make it like, don't turn these last four episodes into, or last five into a who shot ghost. Yeah. Like, let's get to the bottom of that real quick, if not immediately, so we can figure out what the story is behind it. So, you look at this picture, at first, I thought it was a woman with like a crop top, but that could be a, a, a yeah. That's a glove. It's a glove, but like, look at the body. That could be like a a shirt or a wife beater. It could be, but I'm also thinking with the Galladay at that could be like a tux shirt, like a tuxedo. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe a nigga took their jacket off or it's something. Just, yeah. Yeah. And that little dark right here, yeah, like, yep. like a bow tie. Could be a bow tie. Yeah. So it could be. I I could see it being a man. I could see it being a woman. Um. I I thought. Trig initially when we first saw it on episode one because I was like Trig just mad he mad that the cops jumped Jake he mad dude I ain't do shit immediately and maybe now he gonna be mad if dude I ain't maybe they don't get the five million that he thought him and Tracy was gonna get for they program nigga maybe he shoots some then but now I'm looking at Imani like hey she could get pissed the fuck off 
on some like, yo, we've been calling the cops to come. I can say this. Whoever shoots the mayor, it don't make no fucking sense. And unless it's his wife. I told y'all the only the, person that makes sense shooting him yeah, is his wife. It's Candy. I told y'all um when season three ended, they said that Curtis, whatever his last name is, Curtis Cook, the actor who plays Duda, they said he was going to be a much bigger part of season four. I don't imagine he's killed when he gets shot. Now, granted, he can get killed and still play a big role in the rest of the season because clearly defunding the cops, you've played a large role in Chicago. Could be. Could be a white cop. Could be. Um, could, could be another be the politician. Cop. It could be the cop who beat up Jake. Could be Lena. I'm bringing her character back. Nigga, on some G shit. Nigga, wears, I lost. She wears suits. And- I lost. Could be Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Lori got in place, man. We're going to see next week, but I'm excited to have an episode that I'm excited to see. Real life. Um, Again, after Kevin get done crying and being sad, I hope he beat Jake ass. Um, Papa didn't annoy me that much this episode. I'm gonna say that this was like the tone that I want to see Papa in. Papa, big as fuck, man. Stop with this little cute shit. Make yeah. that, make him make turn him man up. And that's that's kind of what I liked when he was telling Kev like, and when they was going live and shit, and Kevin was saying all that shit, and it was like, hey, quit being a snitch, nigga. And then it was like, yo, nigga, nah, you might want to apologize. Like he was just he was being their age. Jim Thomas was hoeing Kevin. Yeah, they was killing Kev, dog. And they ran the same comments around twice. They just circled them back. I was like, just write 20 comments. You don't have to write 10 and run them again. But um, I liked Papa in this quick five-minute spurt with his boys. I don't need to see him and Maisha and whatever they arc. It, they don't have an arc. You she don't about, need to create about, one. She, she about to drop a mixtape. Yeah, you don't got to force that arc, man. Um, <clears throat> Last thoughts on this shit. I feel like I had a fucking question that I wanted to ask you. Damn. Oh, it was. Who do you think shot Duda? All right. So that was my question. Nobody makes, no one's have beef with Duda. Gotta be a cop. I feel like it gotta be like the police chief or some shit. Or maybe the cop that, uh, they gonna lean it. That trig beat. They definitely gonna make it to where it's like random as fuck. Um, and then like clearly it's not an accidental shooting. Like this is a nigga pointing, wearing gloves, which lets me know it's not one of the kids. Them niggas ain't wearing no fucking gloves. Um, Oh shit! What if they bring back like, nah, he ain't no be. Yo, what if it's Jason Mitchell, nigga? That'd be funny if they bring Brandon back to kill Duda because Duda ruined that nigga life. At the end, like, yo, you turned my food truck dreams into a nightmare, nigga, and had the police shut me down, and now I'm in witness protection or dead allegedly. Yo, I'm calling it now. It's Brandon that shoot that nigga. He's really the only nigga with legit beef to shoot that nigga right now. I'm calling it now. I wish. Jason Mitchell makes his return next week. I wish, but hell no. All right, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode of The Shot. Let us know what y'all thought about the pod. Hit us up at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com with your Blackberry letters, your voice notes, and just your communication to let us know it's love. Visit us on all your streaming platforms and rate us, rate us, rate us. Shoot us that five-star rating. Anything less, we appreciate the realness, but don't give it to us. Keep it in your mind. Till next week, I'm Antwood. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 166. We out.